intentions at the beginning of the week were to do an episode each uh, night, and I have not come through on that. But I think that tonight's episode is definitely going to make up for those few days that I uh, missed on my promise to myself. How many days did you miss? Uh, two. It was just two. That's not good. And, and then I got this one. So I guess technically tomorrow we'll make three. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> and this will come out tomorrow. Nonetheless, this is Organic Poison Podcast. My name is Shane O. You probably already know that. But uh, today I'm sitting here with my friend, um, comedian, podcaster, lord of thine content, uh, local legend, uh, state legend, regional legend, just in a different region. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my dear friend, Timothy Watkins. Am I a state, Would the sta- or a state legend? Would the state recognize me? I think that there's a massive portion of the state that would, you know, recognize you, especially amongst your uh, your peer group and their ecosystem. Do you think sure. one day I will perform at the Franklinton Fair, like all great state legends before me? Okay, I have a question. Do comedians perform at the Franklinton Fair? They will. They'll make an exception for me. Oh yeah, no, you'd be a legend at that point. If they made an ex- if they don't usually have comedians. I don't know if people that go to the Franklins and Fair are my kind of demographic. I feel like <laughs> I feel like about three or four uh, crisis uh, spirals in just dark shit. People be like, okay, yeah, this is exactly something we eat uh, pretzels to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's pretty serious. I mean, Franklins and Fair is pretty much like a it's exact. It's like a prime example of like it could be. Like a ant farm for like the South. It sounds crazy, but like everybody you would see at the Franklin Fair is like the embodiment of the amount of people, the type of people like you it, see in the if South. You, if you had it zoomed out in such a way that you could just see all the interactions, everybody going on. Yeah, I get. Well, I mean, Franklin Fair. Let's see, and I'm sure this translate it translates into other local towns in general. Just like everyone has a fair mm-hmm. that they go to, some kind of Christmas parade. I still remember all the ones we've had in Macomb. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure we probably watched a few together when we were kids. Do you think the Christmas parade would also be a good like, example of what Macomb represents? Yeah. And you could also tell by where people were standing. If you had like a, a really high up bird's eye view, like yeah. a bird that was really stoned... <laughs> <laughs> like okay. if you had that kind we could, of <laughs> we could just call it we could just call it quiz right <laughs> yeah. uh but no if you had that kind of view and you could scan like the demographic of people at the certain parts of delaware avenue you'd be McCall, greatly disturbed 
I mean, maybe not. I mean, you maybe would just, we just it would learn. be so funny you just if figure you, it out. It if you could see, to be bad. If you could see from super far away, you could just see the whole thing. You would see where the Tootsie Roll float is going. You would see massive pockets of people just like killing each other for them. It wouldn't be all the. It wouldn't be like ev- <laughs> everyone's free, but you'd see little pockets like, yeah. yo, Jesus, like, yeah, the- they're violent down there in that area. <laughs> I remember when I was the mascot for Southwest. I had a bag of Tootsie Rolls. To, uh, to give out to the people in the stands and stuff. Yeah. And I would h- hold out the bag as, you know, you can't talk because if you talk, they're like, oh my God, he's real. And they like hang you or something. But <laughs> I don't know what that would look like. They don't like, fans don't like when you break the illusion that you're not an actual bear. <laughs> <laughs> they're upset. They just spaz out. Like they've got some kind of technical difficulties in their head. <laughs> There's in the football locker is where I would ha- uh, chill out when I got too hot in football games. Like sometimes, I mean, especially in the summer, mascot uniform, right. you're like seeing double sometimes. You're like chugging Powerades. It gets it gets pretty sweaty. It gets pretty hoggy. But <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I re- you you go chill out and like take off some of your parts of costume and stuff in the football locker. Right. And I'm doing that. It's business as usual. Okay, I'm chilling out. I'm drinking Gatorade. A uh, mom and her like four kids come around the corner just to see this half man, half bear, <laughs> disheveled. Exposed. Yeah, and I just remember the kid like looking at me, and I can't even describe the look he gave me, but just the he just looked at me and he went, "Man, I thought Charlie was real." <laughs> oh my God. You can't help but think, cue up, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> that kid's just like going through like a like a breakdown. Not only is Charlie the bear just a mascot, but underneath is a guy that looks like me. <laughs> yeah, like that's depressing. Like someone who gave up already. It's like you put that suit on the minute after you gave up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, even Charlie the bear is white. <laughs> it's, all fucking, it's all fucking set up. They all, the illusion, it's an illusion that you can win. We all we all wear our masks. We all wear our masks. We're all, we're all pretending to be someone else. But, so I had this bag of Tootsie Rolls and I was like, hey, yeah, here, take the candy, whatever. And the people would like halfway stick their head and look to see what kind of candy I had. And they realized it was Tootsie Rolls and they said, no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> And I had to do that with every single... No one just reached in the, the thing and was like, yeah, we'll just see what we get. They would look, oh, it's Tootsie Rolls? Wow. <laughs> Nothing. No, exo- you didn't bring anything exotic over yeah. here? They looked at me like how they would have looked at me if I talked. They're like, you broke the illusion, man. You know, yeah, you're a piece you, of shit. You broke the third wall. <laughs> you broke them through. You were one dun, dun, other dun, side. Dun, dun. <laughs> you were half man, half bear. They just, that kid just boom. he little did his mom know the he's fucking, a nine year old D and T addict. The buildings start folding like an inception. He's just and you're just still standing there going with the building. Half then, man, half bear, and then you tear into your two different pieces. And over here is your human form. Over here is your bear form. That kid's brain just splits in half. That, kid, that, that kid's that kid's like, oh, well, at least I still got Jesus, right, Mom? She said, yeah, about that. <laughs> Damn, we were going to tell you tonight. <laughs> no, Santa Claus is real. <laughs> that is really disturbing. The same people that will put, like, Trump in the same picture as Jesus. Like, oh them, God, them doing dude, the, yeah. the Rocky, like, man handshake or whatever. The, the Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. 
pack uh, power something. <laughs> I saw I saw a, a meme the other day, and it was Jesus riding on a, like a rocket that was like an American flag rocket, and it was like. It just showed Trump, like, giving a big thumbs up, too. It was so bizarre, and it was just, like, America. And somebody, it went, you could easily see that on one of these, like, you know, random hashtags on Instagram, like, people who are just making fun of, like, Christians or something. But no, this was, like, a person that is a devout Christian on Facebook that shared it. It was, like, America, Trump, you know, the Jesus st- riding a rocket. Yeah, you would think it comes in like a satire cartoon making fun of, yeah. but they're literally, it's, it's so on it the It probably nose. got started like that. It probably got started in one of them farms, man. Yeah. It's so on the nose. It, it just really makes you feel so icky that they're straight up just like, yes, Jesus and Donald Trump. We're not trying to hide it. We're not, we're self-admitting it. We view them as the same person. Dude, they say that there's people in Russia and other places and they say we do it too, but they sit there and make make memes, and they make like Facebook statuses and Twitter updates, and they get paid like a hundred thousand dollars American dollars a year just to make memes. But they're working for these. Basically, it's a propaganda farm. Oh, I see what you're, you're saying. You're doing stuff to to influence the opposing side. I mean, that's... but they have warehouses, like buildings, like multiple floors full of people that do it. So it makes me want like people. They just hire people like. Hey, you want a part-time job? Come do this. You know, like, I wonder if they have that in America. I'd be like, sign me up, bro. I'll, I'll they have say to. a word. <laughs> they have to. But, I mean, like, you start the pro- if you start with the propaganda memes, just like anything else with social media, if it, if you get it to catch on, other people will do it for you for free. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Say that was started in one of those farms, and it's done exactly what they want it to do. It is the person that it's making fun of is sharing it and making fun of themselves. It just feels so wrong. Like, I'm just, even as somebody that's, like, a fucking super skeptic and whatever, like, the, uh, you're, so you just have Donald right next to Jesus. He's yeah. not a servant of God. He's not, like, you know, maybe one of the disciples. It's like they're literally doing the fucking Harlem Shake with all the people they tear gassed in the background. Oh like, this God. is the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, you think about the... The, the Trinity became a saga. There's four <laughs> deities. There's four deities There's four now. deities now. Oh, my God. You talk about piss somebody off? Take that to Facebook. Put that on Facebook. Man, I didn't know there was four deities of the holy, whatever you'd call, dude. And if it got shared, people would share that across the country. You need to post that, but you need to post it all. Like you post that, and the hashtag is "All Lives Matter," just so you can really throw. <laughs> just no. so you can really mind fuck. Oh my god! Just all sides can just it be just upset. Like it looks like I'm pissing somebody like this side off, but actually you're pissing both of them. That really is such a beautiful thing to see nowadays. Just someone who just unbiasedly is just <laughs> is just pissing off everyone. Yeah, I love it. I mean, dude, that's kind of how... I've, I guess we're going to have to talk about it eventually, but here lately with the whole political spectrum of, of things that are going yeah, on. Yeah, political spectrum. Perfect fucking word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spectrum, all right. But I think to myself, dude, I like... I, all of these people up top, man, they're just, I feel like they're they're kind of horse-playing, man. It's like they're playing around. And I, I used a phrase the other day, and I hadn't stopped saying it, but it's like they're playing poker at our expense. I know that it probably only makes so mm-hmm. much sense, but in the same breath, it's like, dude, even with between the money, between the COVID, between the civil unrest and the way that people, not, we're not we'll talk about the crowds, 
that in the civil unrest in a little while, but the just the politics. They're like, oh yeah, fuck it, who cares? They're like, hey, yeah, oh you guys are getting evicted, mind you. Something I I would say is like Mississippi has probably got. This is a great time for us to be last and everything. Sure. Because it really hasn't. Really Our governor's been. Twitter has been fire recently. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely a fool. <laughs> he makes Jesus. Sure. He's Christ. not getting reelected because nobody on either side likes him. You know, I'm probably in bad graces with the mayor of. Uh, uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh, the entire mayor of Mississippi. And you know him. He's got new fire trucks for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but but the mayor of Macomb, I was on this radio show on oh, Tuesday. No. The mayor of Macomb comes on, and he's, he's about uh, not littering in Macomb anymore. Clean up Macomb, whatever. Because for anyone that doesn't know this, Macomb is like riddled with trash. There is there is garbage everywhere, <laughs> to the point where the mayor has to make a campaign. Like, hey, he literally was on the radio going, "Guys, stop throwing shit out of your trucks. Stop throwing it out of your cars. Whatever. Blah blah blah." He does his whole campaign. Then somebody else comes on that's with him, or I think he's I don't know, but he came on and said, "Hey, the importance of voting. You gotta vote. You gotta vote. You gotta vote." And then I was the last person on, and so she's interviewing me and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I just want to remind everyone, do not vote, only litter. Like, yeah. like I just went completely against both their campaigns. You said this on the radio? On the radio. Oh, my Right God. after the mayor was on. And I was just like, do not adopt a road. That pavement knows you're not its real dad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I was like, I was like, throw banana peels, throw small children, any unwanted litter <laughs> into the street. <laughs> Say no to abortion. <laughs> but you throw that in. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's my, yeah. That's the that's the beauty of it. Yeah. To fucking say something so le- or uh, right wing, and then to just put some left wing on it at the end, dude, or vice versa. Man, I tell you, I, I don't I don't want to just fully expose myself here, but I I find like you. The way that you, like, I, I feel like I've been using Facebook lately uh-huh. is you can understand people by the way that they react to certain things. Sure. Like, and I'm not just talking about with stuff, you know, that, uh, I don't know. I think maybe what has happened is we've become so, uh, we have so much more personality on social media now than we used to. Even yeah. in just the way that we talk. Even the way that people, wh- why would this person comment on this and not comment on this? Why would this person like this and not like this? I'm not just talking about my page specifically, but just seeing because you can see everything that's going on. It really is like a town square. When you scroll down your Facebook page, I know it sounds nuts, but in all yeah. actuality, just 90% of people saying the n-word. It's just <laughs> I don't know what your Facebook friends list looks like. I just follow whatever Donald Trump follows. Oh yeah, he's my guy. Black lives don't matter. Hey, I just uh, I'm a Republican. I'm a thought that would work. But it didn't catch. No. Sorry, go ahead. No. You can tell it again if you want. No, it's not. It's not. I'm going to go, hey, I'm a Republican. I'm a hardcore Republican. And I just found out about this thing called QAnon. So now oh. I'm going to act exactly how I acted when I was 15 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my political Thank plan. you. And then you just sit there and pretend like you're reloading. And then you just like, oh, 
That is fucking wild, man. It's just all cons- just all conspiracy theories are religion. We should have seen it coming. Yeah. We should have seen it coming. You know what's crazy, man? They've tossed aside... So quickly have they tossed aside Flat Earth. Like, talk about just... This shit has gotten Flat Earth right the fuck out of here. <laughs> I hadn't heard a goddamn thing about how fucking flat the fucking planet is. Did you see, did you see the YouTube video where the guy was lining up lights? Just like, this is, the lights aren't going to move even there's... If the Earth has a circumference, the lights will move. If they don't move, it's perfectly flat, and it'll prove my point exactly. And, and the lights curved, and he went, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, man, go back to making dude perfect videos. <laughs> Nobody wants you here, man. Oh, my God. No, we watched, we watched a documentary one night there for a while before Gideon was born. Well, I guess before we moved out here, me and Brittany had a, a, a phase there where we would just watch all the documentaries on each, like, go to Netflix, watch all the top 20 things that we'd actually be interested in. Sure. Run through everything and then go to Hulu and just run through everything. <laughs> I remember we watched a documentary on a, on a flat earth, and it was, I mean, it was comical at best. That's what it was because it was kind of a shitty documentary. But by the yeah, end, yeah, but of, a by couple of good of, points. <laughs> yeah, they exposed a lot. <laughs> they cleared a lot of shit up for me. That's for sure. <laughs> now I have no doubts. Yeah. Now um. <laughs> I'm doubt free. That's where you get where people can just fall into a trap in conspiracy theories. That's why I've always entertained and liked them. But if I really commit myself to a conspiracy theory fully, I am no better than anybody else that like watches Fox News, CNN. I'm not doing the research. I'm not act. I'm just people sure. on TV are telling me what to think. Yeah. You know, even if it sounds like what I want to hear. Uh, it's funny how we only consider, which this is way too stupid and unnecessary of a uh, thread to go off on. Um, but it's funny how we just consider like these immaculate events being fucking conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's like think about all the things that you've heard. Well, think about all the stuff that is true that you don't know. Like you've never even heard. You have no clue that it was a thing. Like that's the kind of stuff that's like. But that's also the lure for you to continue to look and dig Down deeper. the for... rabbit hole. <laughs> doom, doom. Deep, 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 deep state steps. On the next episode of Mysteries at the Museum. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to do that. Just like they did for the Prince Ali song in the Aladdin movie. They just bust in. Everyone's just, everyone's just hanging out. And then this Keep elaborate... Whoa! See, that's that carnivore diet reflexes right there. If I wasn't just eating meat, that phone would have dropped. But listen, me and Shane are planning this. Uh, some call it a, a movement. I would call it a passion piece of getting just like the uh, Aladdin, Prince Ali what, cast, orchestra, when everyone's just walking through town and then all of a sudden everyone busts the fuck in. Will Smith's going crazy. There's a dance number. I'm pretty sure there's dubstep at one point. We're going to do that, but we're going to do that in the local J.C. Penney's, and instead of Prince Ali music, it's going to be metal music. It's going to be White Chapel. No, listen, we can't get Will Smith. No. We can't get Will Smith. So we got to get Will Thomas. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, he probably would be in the video, but I was going to say Jada. Jada? Smith? Jada Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. I went my head. There's a serpent. Jada is Will's wife. Oh. Yeah, so 
we'll do ours. And you know, she was in a metal band. I did not. Wait, really? Yes. Jada Pinkett Smith was the singer of a metal band. Don't believe me. Do what I usually say and look it up. That actually makes sense because she's done some pretty metal stuff recently. Yeah. Yeah, she's been getting entangled. There's no joke you can even say at this point about it because so many people have. That's a thing this day. Uh, just a subject getting mean to death. Yeah, man. It drives me nuts. But also, like, media outlets on, like, social media, on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't follow any of the people that I listen to. I don't really follow any of their stuff on Instagram or anything. You just look them up? I listen to their stuff on YouTube. It's, like, oh, I see, I see what you're YouTube. saying. Like, just, you don't feel like following the people you like on Instagram. That's how I feel, too. I don't really follow that many celebrities. I follow Joe, but Joe's not like, he, he's not like a, He's not like anyone else. I mean, that's true, too. Which Joe is just... All of the money that I've raised in the past six months was actually to pay my dues to Joe Rogan. I still owe him $7,000. Joe... <laughs> <laughs> so, that was an alpha brain knock. People are so people are so, so willing to crucify Joe Rogan for his, uh, his inputs. That's just what happens when you get that big, man. I really feel like it's unavoidable. Yeah, he should stop working out. <laughs> you forgot. I'm telling you. Just drink as much as you can. At least it fell on the carpet. It's, that's worse than on the hardwood floor. You're right. <laughs> oh, you're being sarcastic. I'm going to grab a towel. Go grab. Oh, man, I have to carry the podcast. Yes, yeah, carry it, bro. Carry it, carry it. Listen, man. Uh, when the, so the last time you guys were listening, it's like uh, what was that around April? Last time I was on, so much shit has happened since then. I I have this fantasy, and I guess I have it every once in a while, even before the carnivores, carnivore, the coronavirus, <laughs> even before I got the carnivore diet, the virus. It's like so you're on the diet and the virus. Hey, bro. Oh no, and you're like, eyes turned red. I'm here to destroy you. You've posted too much on Facebook, creating diversity and change, change. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? No. That'd be your wet dream, to be crucified for your actions on Facebook. I always, always want to be a martyr, you know? You know, I want to be a martyr, too, but if I'm being completely honest, I don't know what that means. All right. I was just joking, for starters, and uh, we'll, I'll explain to you what a martyr is at the end of the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> And also, excuse me for a second, yeah. tell another story. Oh, well, you know, guys, I was hanging out with my grandpa. Oh, I guess he's here. He's here. You called the FBI on me? No, ATF. Because you got those guns now, man. You done slimmed up on us, bro. I know you guys can't see Timothy right now, but Timothy has uh, he has sharpened up, if you will. His, his shoulders... Slender manned up. His, his shoulders have, uh, have, have broadened. I wouldn't say that that's broad shoulders, but it's like you don't look slouchy at all. Really? I feel like I'm You're wearing black, so that could have something to do with it. Black? Well, you're wearing black too, man. And you're ugly as shit, so I don't know know what we're talking about here. (laughs) That was good. Tim, Tim, I hadn't seen you in a while, man. What have you been up to? That's what I was just saying, I heard you telling the crowd, man. Fucking, I mean, where do we... I have this fantasy every couple of years, even before the coronavirus started, about like... 
just imagine going five years in the past to your past self and just being like, hey, man, here's what's all going to happen to you. Here's what's all blah, blah, blah. Just to watch yourself freak out. Just to relive just that, wow. Like, I, I had no idea. Uh, imagine going, like, back to the our previous podcast and being like, hey, guys, <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck is coming. Oh, my God, dude. That would be Shit horrible. has changed. Shit changes on such a fast pace now. Are we good? Yeah. Wow. You have... How many locks do you have? What's seven. on your phone? I only have seven. But we're good. Fucking... <laughs> What's on your phone? <laughs> my password is one, 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 one. I feel, I feel like I, I've heard the... I feel, I feel like I, I heard the Get Smart theme music while you were doing that. There's oh a million God. doors opening. Anne Hathaway. That's a... T- man. Hey. Everyone... Anne Hathaway was hot in that movie. Dude, Anne Hathaway is hot in almost every movie. Finish your story. I wanted to hear that, that is the end of my story. That's where I was headed. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's quivering asshole. The devil? Was that, was that a scene in The Devil Wears Prada? I don't remember. I think I missed that part in The Dark Knight. Catnip. So. You had this so, fantasy. I had this fantasy about Anne Hathaway. Oh my god. No. I, uh, and Anne Hathaway was there to see you at the Franklinton Fair. Dude, you... <laughs> She's like, my career's washed up, too. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, well, I'm going to ride her. <laughs> ride her coattail. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I got a brand new 30 minutes. <laughs> you get out there. Yeah, your city sucks. <laughs> I fucked Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Your city can eat my ass. Fuck you, Franklinton Fair. You just spit off the stage. There's kids like sitting down there in Indian style. And you just. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you will amount to nothing. You will amount to nothing. You will do fucking amazing. They're lying you... to you about Jesus. <laughs> He's real. He just doesn't like you. He's oh real. He's real, but he's coming for you. The New Testament is a fucking fan fiction. Oh my god, dude. The Jews were right. <laughs> the Jews were fucking right. I'm like, oh no, dude. Even more controversial. I'm like, Hitler was right. <laughs> the Jews and Hitler were right. We both Fa- need Facebook to Facebook status. <laughs> the Jews and Hitler were right. Oh, oh, so like, that's like, has anyone ever noticed that both the Jews and Hitler had some really good points? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you gotta say... You gotta say in totality. You have to say they were right. You can't say they had good points. You have to say that they were both right because people will be like, lose their shit. Well, I mean, they'd probably be more upset about you saying somebody would show their true colors if you said, I really think the Jews were right. Somebody would comment on there and they'd say something about, well, what do you mean by that? And then you would know. That's how you would lead into that and figure out, why does this person have a have a reason to comment on this as such a negative connotation. You don't pay attention when they say something good. You just dig deep when they say something you negative. You dig deep into my Facebook, the cover is just Drake in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's dark. That is dark. That's probably the only reason Pusha T won that battle. That video was, I mean, that picture was, that's dark. He's a little ha- mixed Jewish boy Yeah. who is in blackface and he's getting dissed. <laughs> He also got shot by a kid covered in mustard when he was in a wheelchair. He didn't really get shot. Drake wouldn't really get shot. They said he wrote that episode. No, 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 no. 
but yeah, he didn't. I feel like the I would <laughs> I would. Oh my god, that was the funniest debate on the planet. While we were we, when the whole Drake Eleven thing happened, and you were like we were just arguing, and you were defending him, and then you were like okay, okay, they released an article, they released an article. Ellie, whoever over, it, talks about her and her relationship with Drake. And we were like, dude, why would you phrase it like that? <laughs> we are like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> that doesn't help anybody. Drake's just fucking breathing. Like, God damn it. But imagine going to us in, what did I say, April? Yeah. Last episode. And telling every like, that was even before the George Floyd shit happened, man. Yeah. We were, it was a whole. We were just riding it out, man. But to be fair, like everybody was a little bit more financially comfortable too. Yeah, we were getting because those fucking. Like, we were getting those Andrew Chang chants. <laughs> we knew what was popping, and people had not totally spent their tax money yet either. I had not spent my tax money. Or was yet. it Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang. I don't know what you. What'd you say? I said Andrew Chang chants. I don't even know. Wow, what I was... dude, you are fucking racist. Yeah, that came out there. God, you need to put a wig on or something. Hashtag dude. Black Lives Matter. Just you're, to throw off. You're, just you're, to throw off everybody. Your entire esteem is like white supremacy. <laughs> Black t-shirt, bald head. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting some Rogaine. Just wow. trying. Well, you should quit thinking. You should just... <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> the end is nigh, my friend. I'm just joking. You look really... I mean, no homo, but you look good with, uh, with no hair. I mean, it's not like you really don't look like a serial killer. We say that just because, versus how you used to look. I mean, you you've grown into yourself. Okay. So I used to look like a serial <laughs> killer. <laughs> you just picture a man growing in. <sighs> it's like he, he has loose skin. You see, like filling out almost. It's like finally, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> Final form is Christian Bale from The Machinist. You're just like, Tim, you need help. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why he's one of my top actors of all time. Oh, my Christian God. Bale. He went from doing that to doing Batman Begins where he got, you know, superhero fit. No, he went from doing that, which the Superman thing, I mean, the Batman thing was awesome, too. But when he was Dick Cheney... <laughs> I was amazing. He was Dick Cheney in that movie Vice, and he was... He put on. He didn't put on all that weight. Obviously, a little was fabricated. Yeah, he, he did stuff this, was done to his face for sure. sure. He did the same with American uh, Hustle, though. Yeah, man, he don't give a damn. But also, I feel the, the same way about when Matthew McConaughey like did Dallas yeah, Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club, and he did a. Uh, damn, what was the name of that movie? That show. True Detective. True Detective. True Detective. Yeah, that was incredible. I mean, he's a great actor, but like that era of Matthew McConaughey, those like three, four years, it was like he when he did. I mean, I guess he just lost weight because if you look at him now, he looks like yeah, I'm an old man that lives in Texas, you know, like, and he looks like a cool dude that would probably give you a joint. No, it sounds so, more like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan looks like he's a great guy. Joe Rogan looks like he probably will spend less time. I don't know. It's weird. Instead of boxing bags or kick bags now, he's just going to be like practicing kicking on some cows. You're just yeah. going to see him shoo, shoo, shoo. It's, that's the new thing instead of cow tipping. It's cow, uh, <laughs> cow MMA karate kicking. It <clears throat> Take works. Take two, uh, 
<laughs> you go, you go, pause, delete. Hey everyone, welcome to the Organic Poison Podcast. But, but, uh, I was going to ask you. Okay. Uh, do you miss doing shows a bunch? Yes, dude. Like, I feel like so you were getting pretty much. busy there for a while. And being dude. gone, you were doing your thing going uh, to the out-of-state and stuff, too. That was the convenient thing. I The Renaissance Festival atmosphere is okay. It is fun. Like, oh, we're on an adventure. There's a bunch of hippies don't be and dissing, stuff. Don't be dissing your people now that you hadn't seen them in a couple of months, bro. I, <laughs> you're like, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was all right. Now that they're not paying me anymore, I'm trying to get distance away immediately. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah, I kind of, I just did it as a gag. Like I just, I did. You don't understand. It's like you don't understand what they did to me the first time. <laughs> they're like, it's the medieval times, all right. <laughs> Welcome, lad. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was a fun atmosphere. It was cool. It was adventurous. You were just camping out, hanging out. You know, weird work situation where you got to go it's like a mild form of a Disney character, kind of just pretending to be. Yeah. I never, I will admit, I, I was fun. I I didn't, like, make pop that many pop culture references or whatever, but whenever I was just like, uh, you know, yeah, man, that'll be eight, $8. Like, don't you mean eight or eight pounds? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. It's like you do realize that the pounds don't exist anymore, right? Are you familiar with a guy named George Soros? You should talk to him about that. <laughs> Ask him where the fuck did the coins go. <laughs> yeah, ask him where your quarters are. <laughs> but uh, the main thing about me was just the travel and just the like being able to visit and live in states for a while that right. I wouldn't other but wouldn't be able to otherwise. Which was why I was so excited about the Los Angeles fair coming up right before the whole <coughs> happened. Yeah, and uh, well, I heard they've been having a fair out there on Skid Row for quite a while now down on skid row uh just a bunch of homeless people that was my that was yeah. my joke i guess oh so there are a lot of homeless people on skid row are you being serious what is skid row is that in los angeles yes yes yeah yes, i knew about that okay i was gonna say you know la has a cockload of homeless people you know it's crazy man he was showing like oh this is the effect of the coronavirus or whatever and, like, dude, I went to L.A., and there were just about as many tits there before the coronavirus. Oh, my God. People were just okay with being homeless. It really, it's so funny that I went for, that I had the background in the Renaissance Fair, because it really did, like, feel like a bunch of people, like, yeah, we have jobs, we do stuff, but also we can't afford to live in L.A., so we just camp out here. Yeah. Just wait to make it big, whatever. So wild. So That's wild. That's crazy, man. You hear everybody talk about that. Anybody who does, like, a show or a podcast or whatever... From out there, they're like, yeah, Los Angeles is like... And then they say that it's like getting worse. Or because, of course, since COVID, I mean, obviously there's people going homeless from that. Yeah. And it's like... But they were talking about how like people come out there just to meet somebody. Like, hoping they can just meet somebody that'll get them in. Imagine making it, living in L.A., doing successful, still relatively living paycheck to paycheck. But you're like, dude, I'm on the up and up. I'm, I'm making it. Coronavirus hits. Everything's gone. You're homeless. Imagine living in a country where you can just leave your hometown where you're the safest and coziest you could ever possibly be sure. just for the chance to be an entertainment star. I can imagine it. I mean, I'm just saying, think about how crazy that is. And li- going to live in a tent. Yeah. Like, no prior understanding of what you're about to do other than I'm going to go pitch my talent and live in a tent. Honestly, man, the more I've thought about it, the more I feel like that, that that's kind of what artists deserve. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I mean, we are, we're volunteering to do this job that isn't really a job. If The Walking Dead happened, I wouldn't just be like, oh, well, you know, every Monday night after the the raids are done, we can we'll come over to the saloon, I'll turn on a microphone and yeah. tell you guys some funnies. Like, I feel like any artists have to really suffer at first and just be pieces of shit to society before they, like, kind of earn it, you know? Yeah. Just like, hey, I've stuck with it, I'm passionate about this, this is what I want. And then say, like, okay, cool, you deserve to be an artist. But, I mean, think about how many people that, like, you know, and this is very a messy thing to say, but think about how many people just in the world we know that are artists that, like, do not deserve the support. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you're, you're wasting your energy on them. Like, you, you should just, you know, support somebody else. Yeah. they. I mean, or just, like, you know, somebody learns how to, like, make jello in a star-shaped way. And then they're just like, hey, everyone, I'm doing custom jello creations for everyone. It's just like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like, chill out. You made jello one time, man. Yeah. That's the poisonous thing about Facebook, man, is everyone feels like they have their own blog. They feel like they're they're their own little... You know, sure, only five people might like my post, but it still it still gets them that high. I'm just right. like, hey, people are listening, people are liking it. I mean, yeah, and it, you could see that too. You know, like with that's a really good point. Like just being able to see people who, but in the same breath, part of me is not mad about that because it's like, if you if you're good at something, or if you if that's what it ta- if that's what it takes for you to actually like focus yourself or apply yourself with something, mm-hmm. it just sucks that some people feel like they have to start by putting it on the internet or you know so or like, sure, like yeah. let me start like it's like no because people are going to get not be interested in that in the, your beginning stages it was cool that one moment of whatever you did sure but if i mean not everybody i mean let me not be discouraging but i think to myself practice your art per, you know try to get become decent with something before you just start blasting it to the internet that's what i would say where it's annoying that's what know? i would say too and that's what i've had to get over these last couple of years just like dude enough of like just trying to like just make it big off a video or anything. Just like do 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 what you do what you're doing because it's fun and you right. want to do it. And if so many stories are are of people saying like, yeah, man, the thing that was became the number one hit or the thing that was successful, that was just like a side project. It was just yeah. something finally caught on. And I like I don't even check when I post something. I don't even check the views or likes anymore. If somebody comments, I'll comment comment back. But. uh I just realized that there isn't a number that's going to make me happy. Just yeah. fuck it. I'm just going to always have the energy of I'm posting to zero listeners. Well, you know, it's one of those kind of things, too. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but it's like with... I mean, you could buy 100,000 views. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you could buy 100,000 plays. You could, sure. You know, you could, buy, you could buy that, and you could look at it, and you could feel whatever that is you're trying to feel. It's like, but you're not... Once you get past that, you realize, oh, my God, like... This shit really don't matter. What really matters is who sees this. Yeah. It's like these views don't mean a fucking thing. Because anybody, you know, I'm not... Anyone scrolling You, you could get down it. to the specifics, I guess. I, I know you were just saying a blanket statement. No, but sure. I'm yeah. just saying, like, ultimately, you're that's the right way to be. It's like put the content out and let it ride. I mean, yeah. I like I was saying earlier, I put out three podcasts <sighs> this week, and I... I this is also the busiest... Like, yeah, this is also the busiest time at my job, and... I put my son to sleep every night. Because of Halloween? No, just because this is the busiest time of the year. Like I So I go to work like every morning, like two hours early. Mm. So by the time I get home, take a shower, put my son to sleep, I have these these moments of like, I'm putting Gideon down, and I'm like, oh, I could go to sleep right now too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I just lay there, and I'm like, oh my God. But I'm like, I want to do like three podcasts a week. 
Right. Like, you know, like, and I just want to grind. Like, that's where I was going with that, though. Like, I just want to grind and put this shit out. I don't care how many people listen to this specific episode. Like, if I just do a song, uh, this is just an example. But it's like, I do a podcast, put it out that morning, listen to it, cool. I want to build a fan base, but I don't have money to promote my podcast. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So other than that, it's like... Just give out CDs at the mall. (laughs) Yeah. Every every episode that I do, which is funny, you know, because back in the day, you had to... You had to beg someone to pay you for your CDs you're giving out at the mall. Like, you had to be like, hey, it's $10. You know, like, that would, you, but you had to because it costs so much money for you to get those CDs printed up right. with those little slits in there or something or whatever it is you decide to do. I always, I always do respect whenever I go to a gas station or something and they have, like, the local CDs or something. It's like, hey, fuck, yeah, man, no, somebody trying to at least do it. You know? People shame the shit out of people who give out CDs these days. And I'm like, it sucks, though, because it's like, look, bro, if I gave you a card, yeah. if I give you a card with an, an, a web address to go to or something to scan or whatever, you're going to just look at it and be like, yeah, I got this. And you may or may not check it out. If you get, if I give you a CD and you, you have pop a, it in the car immediately, and you have a CD player in yeah. the car still. Do some you're going not to anymore? To it. That's the thing. They don't. A lot of new cars don't. You should just give out uh, USB sticks. They're expensive, but you can. They they have the things where you can pre- like order them and you can get one that's like like two megabytes or like six megabytes and just, you, can, you can order like 15, 20 of them, something like that. Just enough for that one thing. For you for to put like one. a song or two on there or or a, a whole project and that be it it's almost like you gotta just fucking uh hey man this is my card it has the link to my dropbox where i put all my songs oh my god <laughs> we can share the same account it just shows like pictures of like your dead animals and stuff like all kinds <laughs> of like occultic type shit and it's like whoa yeah man i'm in q and on get that going the next morning next morning you're like bro you gotta look at this i said i got this from this dude blah blah and you look at it and it's got the pictures are gone and it's like oh shit i forgot that i didn't take these off here and that's when the song plays and they will never forget that song. It's the whole marketing campaign. Oh my god. Jada walks out. Dude, okay, so to get kind of serious, you know, there's been some crazy shit going on in the world. Really? Right. I feel like it's been doing pretty great so it's far. exactly how I want it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Here, give it a little recap. I want to go get some of those more, uh, some more of those sweet tarts and. All right, grab, uh, grab me one of those, if Got you don't it. mind. Uh, yeah, like, well, I guess, you know, ultimately, this would be a good time for me to tell you that uh, Organic Poison Podcast is sponsored by people periodically. If you would be interested in sponsoring this podcast, please email me at organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Look. If it's a dollar, if it's ten dollars, if it's twelve dollars, if it's thirteen dollars and forty-seven cents, if it's forty-seven cents, please get in touch with me. We can work something out. I don't have a perfect sponsor plan, but hey, this podcast takes all the support it can get. All of the money that I make from doing this or any of my other uh, fundraising opportunities goes strictly back into the music and into the podcast. And I'm currently working on a project, and promoting this podcast so i also want to tell you guys that if you get the chance you should share this tell a friend word of mouth be nice to someone if you see someone on the street hey <laughs> hey come here come here uh but yeah anyway tim sorry i was telling our uh beloved listeners about how they can support the podcast because i don't have an actual proper way to do it so mm. do it 
What if like they just like message you on Instagram and said, "Hey man, good job." That works too. I mean, ultimately, that's what kind of what I was getting to was the best thing that they actually can do is not only listen to it every or listen to every episode that comes out because that'd be great, but also to share it and tell friends, word of mouth or on Instagram or on Facebook or on Minds if you have a Minds account. Minds account, start a Facebook group, start a hashtag, start a movement. Yeah, if you if you want to do that, that's great. But I would also encourage you to make sure you force people to listen to it because you're going to have hard trouble getting people to join a movement if they don't know what the hell the movement is Would you rather be unwittingly wrapped in a anti-police movement or a pro-police movement? Like you're unwittingly wrapped, you're associated with it no matter what. It depends on who wins. Well, (laughs) it doesn't seem like it's going to be the police. Oh my God, dude. Man, yeah. I mean, probably so, though, because I don't know. Who do you think is going to win the election? Let's start there. Let's oh start there. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I mean, uh, what do you mean by who do I think is going to win? Like, what kind of group are you referring to? What kind of group? There's, like, I don't... Like, are you, you, you know, you're being very pushing with your question, but, like, what is, what is the actual question? Because I'll do it. Are you jo- are you Joe Biden in me right now? No, d- l- listen, Joe Biden, stand down, stand by. You have five seconds to spare, so I can pee real quick. Yeah, I'm coming. Can that be the intro? The intro. But I do not denounce him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he has a problem denouncing a lot of things as well. But people are so, man. People are so tripped out. I mean, they had, we've, I guess, did you watch either one of the uh, debates? No, but I think it is funny that, like, I saw some clips or whatever, but I do think it's funny that people, the main thing people took from it, as far as the polls and data is what they were saying, yeah. is, like, just depressing. Like, not even outraged, <laughs> not even like, oh, I can't believe Biden said this, can't believe Trump. I, they, they're all just like, wow. Just <laughs> so this is where we're at. Yeah. I mean... Right now, the polls apparently are saying that Joe Biden is winning. By a lot, apparently. Yeah. Like, by a substantial amount. But, I mean, that's the same thing they said about They said Hillary was going to be a landslide. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's going to vote and how they're going to vote. But I am very curious to see what happens between now and then. Voting by mail does seem a little sketchy, if I'm being honest. It It does seem a little suspicious. Yeah, I think... I think that actually, like, what's crazy is, like, now there's, like, specific demographic, excuse me, not demographic, democratic groups mm. that are trying to encourage people not to do it. To not vote? Yes. they No, not to not vote, but to not do mail-in ballots. Like, they started all of a sudden, like, a week ago, just starting to tell people, stop, don't do the mail-in vote. If you haven't, if you haven't mail-in voted yet, then, like, if we weren't on my phone recording this, then I would definitely look it up. Because there's a thing that says, or it's like it's talking about how like they're pulling out of mail-in voting. It's like Do they the have a reason vote, why? I don't know. One of the headlines that I saw said that mail-in voting has backfired on the Democrats. Uh-oh. So I'm not really sure how that happened, but dude, it's just it really feels like every I looked up, you know, it's like countdown to election day or whatever. Just whatever app just counts it down. 
And it looks like the fucking doomsday clock, man. It feels like the doomsday clock. Because it's like fucking, dude, either option is just so... And it's, I know if people say this every year, but I feel like people, it's been getting, a, a, becoming a more and more extreme feeling each and every year of just like, dude, like this is, so many people want a third party or a new party or something. Yeah. Just like, hey, what what can we do that's like not these guys? Yeah, well, I think the problem is, is like, they've, and I don't know, like, something that you hear some people say is like, you know, it's Trump's fault. But then you also hear people say, no, Trump was the uh, attempted answer to a system that was already fucked. I feel like that's how Trump got elected in the first place. He presented himself as this kind of, you know... uh, I think he is exactly what he presented himself as. But I think he's in a position that is inherently, like, you're dicked. Like, you're dicked either way. I mean, and it doesn't help that you are a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he is a asshole, but in the same breath, you you have a job that there's nobody who comes. It's the whole goal is to see how long you can last without being called a prick by more <laughs> amounts of people. People are pe- people hate Obama now. I mean, obviously there's a lot of people who think that he's still some prolific figure, mind you. He I did, feel like that's every president ever. Yeah, I mean, there's probably... Hindsight, people hate him, and then there's some people who are just still diehard fans. Even yeah. Like, oh, I still I still remember those eight years I was an Obama fan. Have his jersey or some shit. Dude, there's some people... That's what there, there's people some old, like. there's some <laughs> There's some older people who are, like, still, like, diehard Bill Clinton. Like, they think Bill Clinton was, like, the god among men. So maybe it's always been a thing, just these ridiculous people holding people up to this high standard. Yeah, it's like, if you look at the things that... Now, mind you, I don't... I don't necessarily... I think... I definitely think less of Obama, but I don't think... Why? Because Obama did some pretty shady shit, dude. Oh. You're like, this interview's over. (laughs) Obama did some pretty shady shit. By the way, I am (laughs) anti-abortion. Anti. Like, Annie up. (laughs) Annie up. Hey, catch that bull. (laughs) Get him, get him, get him. I remember I bought the whole... Uh, their whole it's BOP, right? I have no idea who sings that, but it was in a video game and it was in, oh it was in like God. seven movies. No, MOP is the people that made that song, and it was that song, and it was uh, the Cold as Ice remix. It was Cold as Ice, yeah. You're willing to sacrifice, and there was a deal for like ten bucks, like their whole catalog on iTunes, and I bought it, and I realized why because the two those two songs were the only good songs. <laughs> Dude, we were at It the, was so disappointing. We went to the... Uh, I don't know. I might have told this story on here before, but um, we went to the thrift shop here in town the other, or probably about three or four months ago now. Thrift shops are fun. And I bought the Space Jam soundtrack, and I bought that, that Ace of Bass album, the one that had, I saw the sun, and it sure, opened yeah. up my eyes, I saw the sun. That song, but it's also got another song that's like... Uh, Oh my God! Oh, that you are. Is it another baby? Oh, that you are. But it's like the thing about their music is it's like listening to is it, like, it's a constructed like record. Like listening sure. to the beat, it's like it's so broken down compared to everything we listen to now. It's like big sounds, very diverse sounds, crazy. But it's like listening to something. This is like prime like 
early 90s, late 80s, like, boom, 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 A very, boom, boom, very particular sound. <clears throat> yes. Just super simple. And, and it was like, they were pop, they were a pop group. They were like, it was like four of them or something like that. And they were, there have been two of them. I'm not sure. The evolution of pop music has probably been the most interesting. Not the one that I like the most by any means, but definitely just to like see what, the just the drastic difference that pop songs go through of just like the pop culture you go through almost every genre you you right now or not right now but a few years ago you had fucking uh Lil Nas yeah the rap slash cowboy song I mean it's just so weird how yeah the 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 super popular songs it's uh it's probably the most diverse yeah I mean it, it, there's something to that too I think it's like because but the thing about it is what was so brilliant about the Lil Nas thing was if you, it was it was sheltered so well because if you tried to remake that feeling it was never going to get to that point again like, yeah it was like just that, the perfect time yeah, just kind of the universe i, I know it sounds cheesy but no, I got humanity you. or the universe just kind of constructed it yeah it's like it just happened yeah they they manifested it into existence they they made him he's a mole he's a plant do it he's <laughs> Do it. No, the most brilliant country song of all time is that fucking Rock Me Baby Mama Like a Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Rock Me. You because know it converts. You get a lot of racists that are like, Man, I love this song. It's a good country song. And then they watch the music video and their whole world comes apart. It's a lead singing black man. And they thought they thought he looked like he was a Toby Keith motherfucker the entire time. <laughs> This whole time they thought that dude looked like George Strait walking out Fucking there. people in MAGA hats are like, God damn it. I, jack- I jacked off to this song. <laughs> I made my two kids to this song. I could, yeah, I could see my child to this song. And you're telling... <laughs> Gets on his knees. And it, it converts a lot of people. Man, that's crazy. I'm you know, you. What, what's funny, though, about him is Darius We Rucker. need more black guys that sound white and more white guys that sound black. We need you to stop telling black people how they should sound. You can say whatever about white people, though. It's cool. No, I'm saying if we got more no, black... Please just insult white people. <laughs> just say a... Hey, cracker, hey, cracker, cracker. Hey, you're a comedian, right? Please. Please. But if more, if more black people got into the country music thing... The amount of races we could convert of just that. It's true. We could just lure him. It's like honey dicking. We're going to honey dick some magas. Honey dick some magas. No, because then we would have to, like, betray them afterwards. Well. If we get these people to stop being racist, then I don't really think there's a reason to just betray them. We hold them up. There's a parade and everything. And then we just kind of slap them on the back like, yeah, man, uh, you're not forgiven. It's like like the red wedding. The rebel wedding. (laughs) Damn. Karen sends her regards. Who? They kill Bimbo. Bimbo. My cousin Bimbo. But if, uh, what's her name? Lizzo. If Lizzo did a country album, masked it as some kind of like Darlie. Oh, dude, they would hate her. It would. She would fail. No, I'm saying if... she would lose every fan she's got if she did that. <laughs> there would be. No... It's like when Kanye West went to the MAGA. Shit, when Kanye West was rapping yeah. Donald Trump, it's just like, well, dude, who wins in this the whole scenario? Point, the whole thing about that, though, is like, because I can assure you, she's so tacky, she can only exist in, like, the pop or the rap world. For sure, but I'm saying... Because she's artsy, and she's open, and she's free, and she's proud. that She is a proud woman, 
And she is proud of the way she looks. She is 300 plus pounds, and she's proud of that. So <laughs> she's flexing that. Yeah. So that's just and so that's just her, you know. And she puts the piano in some of her songs, and that and ain't she plays right. like the flute or something like that. Sure. I'm. Yeah. I've, hey. Good for her. That's awesome. If her lyric lyrics suggest anything, she definitely knows how to play the flute. Yeah. But I do, <laughs> I do want to make something clear. Yeah. I think that she is a wonderful talent. She's I great. I think that Lizzo is a wonderful talent. Here's what I'm saying. But I also want to make it clear that she is making it cool to be 300 pounds. Well, didn't my didn't my 1,000 pound life make it cool before that? I mean, if you get a th- if you gain a thousand pounds, you get to be on TV. How much more of a motivation do you need to get fat? If you eat, if you just allow yourself to eat five pizzas a day, Shane, you will be on TV. They'll can, give you a deal. I can guarantee you that my wife and my child would not be in my life if I was having to carry a f- fucking assist the size of that pillow over there on that couch. <laughs> and I was carrying it in the inner thighs. Thought, the inner realize, thighs are the worst. Do you realize I really enjoy having sex? Those guys don't get to have sex. Ever. Sure they do, man. Like I said, five pizzas a day. <laughs> Dude, there's no money in the world. I bet he can't, he doesn't even know what's going on down there. They probably get paid like minimum wage every day. They probably get paid seven fifty a day. Hey man, thanks for being on thousand pound life. There's royalty checks or whatever. Listen, I want to ask you something. Uh, you know, we we've we've been talking. Did you about... see the one where the lady had to get washed outside with a hose because she couldn't fit in the I've shower? I've seen some nasty stuff on that show. My wife, we used to have to watch that like religiously. I love the doctor on that show. He's nice, but he's, he's, he also he's gets stern. pretty serious. He's yeah, stern. He, he'll tell them. He'll be like, "Look, <laughs> look, excuse me, mom, you are a really fat, large bitch. I'm going to need for you to lose weight very quickly, very quickly. You need to lose fifty pounds in thirty days. One one day, get the fuck get out of my office. <laughs> Roll out, nurse, nurses, I should say, get her out of my office. She sold this whore out of my office." <laughs> No, what would he doesn't be, sound anything like that. It, I, I, I just respected that you were trying. It yeah, was okay. I was going more of a, I don't know what I was going with. But. but I would love for there to be one patient where he walks in, instead of him being calm and sturdy, he's, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he just covers his own eyes in fear. He shrieks. He's like, <laughs> my God. Gives him the same. Walter. Look. It's like somebody's stomach is the elephant man. Oh, my God. I don't know who the elephant man is. Well, I mean, name's pretty appropriate. Elephant Man. He was just a, and I don't even mean to be degrading when I say this, but he was a mongoloid. Okay. Back. Okay. Back in the. Now we got some heat. (laughs) Tim's going viral, viral, viral. (laughs) Tim shits on the Elephant Man, the most (laughs) tragic person in human history. Says he was a mongoloid, but he kind of was, because what is a mongoloid? A person that isn't really a person. It's something... I'm just <laughs> I was fucking with you. I mean, I are you, though? I mean, do... No, what is I a mong- Do mongoloids exist in modern times? I don't know about... Mon- this was about... I don't... I can't even remember, like, 19... It was... This is the 19s, I guess I would be... 19 to. enough to where they could actually film him for real. They also made a movie, but they filmed him for real at one time, too. Right. And he was just a guy that was just so misshapen. Like, he just looked like a giant tumor. Like, just to be completely frank. His face was completely <laughs> fucked up. Oh, you remember... You rem- He's probably, like, on the cover of Time magazine or something. You remember Spy Kids. 
the uh, the guy with the clay, and he yeah. made the he made the face or whatever. He stretched it all out, and he creepy smile, whatever. Yeah, kind of almost like that. Kind of, he looked like a villain from Spy Kids one. So he really was a mongoloid. He was a thumb. Sleep is a madman. Help us save us. It was a madman. The first, that's how QAnon started. This yeah. this shot the shot heard around the world. Oh my god! It's so they've bad. Been, they've been dropping bombs in our brains for so long, dude. I'm telling you. That really was. I remember getting not like they gave us SpongeBob, and guess yeah. what we got in return? What? Antifa. <laughs> and China. <laughs> We got SpongeBob, and all of them turned into. Anyway, I'm just joking. I was, I... So you're saying SpongeBob's Antifa? We could be onto something here. I mean, let's see. He is gay. <laughs> he does cause a lot of destruction in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> no, no, you said. You said. Well, let's see. You said he is gay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Everyone in Antifa's gay is what you're saying. Uh, there's a lot. Dude, I feel like at this point it'd probably be easier to shit on Antifa than like trying to pin everything on Black Lives Matter. Here's my thing about everything. <laughs> Don't shit. <laughs> Pause. Start <Yeah>. new. <laughs> it's just like, now that Shane has left the room <laughs> and all the lights are off, I can't... Like, Everybody, fill up your bathtub, put the toaster in it. God's coming, God's coming, God's coming. Water and electricity mix well. Don't let the government... It's the gateway to heaven. Oh my god. Trust the gods. Britney Spears, Toxicity Album, Track 3, Radio, in the... You just said Britney Spears? Yeah. Britney She's the Spears. Antichrist. She's... <laughs> Think about it. She's controlled. Her father owns everything she does. They say that uh, the Antichrist would come from the East. There was a brief stint where she looked like me. <laughs> Currently or... Currently. Oh my god, because she was bald. Oh my god, because she's bald. Not that you're bald, you're not bald. No, but it took you that long to figure that out. For for the content, Tim. Give me a break, man. I gotta act at like 15% dumber than I actually am. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) I do that so many times. It's like, oh yeah, man, when you intentionally fucked up there, I was like, yeah... Oh yeah, I was definitely yeah, part of the that's plan. That's all I do, bro. I just intentionally fuck up. Every time you see me fuck up, did it on purpose. Yeah. Well, now you just sound like Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my god, what a he really outstanded me. He did an outstanding job of taking the coronavirus even worse than I thought he would. I was very really curious. blew it out of the park. I was very curious to see where you were going with that. You said that he really impressed you, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, please do tell, because I'd love to know how." Donald I think Trump I think him. everyone is a little impressed just by how he just he just stirred up this. I remember, I more than likely it was the Joe Rogan podcast, but somebody just mentioned about just like how Donald Trump is just kind of a, a, a pain. And I'm not trying to insult Trump fans for anyone that just voted for him, whatever. But Trump is kind of a strain on the human psyche. Yeah. That fucking... Yeah. Because these last four years... Whether you're yay or nay on him. You know, it's like it's stress. It has felt like a fucking parody. The guy that used to run The Apprentice is the president of the United States. And we we have to treat him as such. And we tried to go, you're fired, and nothing happened. Yeah. He's like, I don't play that game anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, I don't play that game anymore. 
I mean, ultimately though, they really can't. Don't have. They haven't had any means to fire him. They've made us think a thousand times. They've projected to us a thousand times in the past four years that they had a reason to get rid of him. Yeah, and they haven't. They're so like, many clips of ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we got do it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got it. The coronavirus. We did. That's what they said this last week. Ladies, <laughs> everybody got it. Ladies and gentlemen. I got it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Do you remember that fucking video? Yes. That that congressman blew his head off? Dude. He did it. You know what's crazy? I, if I killed no, myself, if I killed no. myself and Honest. all it was was just one small little bullet hole in blood coming out the back of my head. Yeah. That Because I was like, I mean, if I was going to blow my head off, that shit got <laughs> just glitter the whole wall. If I'm to just kind of point out a theory that some people might have not a theory that I have but yep. just like some people might be led to a belief that he kind of killed himself like a pussy he did he could have done better he could have done a better job his speech wasn't even that good did he not realize they were filming him I mean why not buy a bigger caliber gun that was dark man I remember I he was... could have lived from that like if he like if he didn't do it right he could have fucked himself that's then... embarrassing yeah that's horrible if you shoot yourself you've got to live dude. if you cut yourself man, or excuse me if you shoot yourself you, you've got to die if you don't take your... any chances if you cut yourself you kind of was like well it's a 50-50 chance <laughs> we're just gonna hope for the best yeah. you were just doing it more for the symbolism anyway let's yeah, be honest yeah exactly but you know you would love oh dude I would never do it in my in my life no pun intended but dude just surviving from cutting yourself and then just having that having that in your pocket for any conversation whatever yeah that's real dark kind of reminds me of the time I tried to kill myself in the bathtub oh but you'd hate him after a while you could be friends with him because after the thirteenth time you heard him say it, you'd be like, well, "Dude, I'm ha- done. I'm done. I don't want to hear it." Oh, you're I'm done. Like, you're done with me, Shane. Well, then I guess I'll just go cut my wrist in the bathtub again. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck you. I thought you. Could. I mean, I mean, think about that, dude. Don't fucking you. Could, I mean, oh my god. No, I'm not the one you need to be talking to, family. Not you. I'm saying like, right. if somebody. Was I need like, to take that to if, Facebook. If some, yeah, do that do that let me know what they say i would think to myself bro i'm not the one you need to be talking to because yeah. at, by that point in time, because i don't like you if you were that off like if, if not you but if somebody's right. that off it's like bro i we should we would never even make it to that point to where they're there they look at me to feel to say i will cut myself again if you don't let me hang out with you you know like what I mean, that's it's like, not... dude, you can play Super Smash Brothers online. Yeah, like, there's home. other people go to play home, with. Jimmy. <laughs> no, but uh, I digress. I didn't mean to. Get I made so... the joke. I made the joke on my the latest episode of my podcast that everyone on Facebook is uh, talking about killing themselves, and everyone on Twitter is like, "You promise?" <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, people are relentless. You can't be like, "I'm upset," if you're like a well-known person on Facebook. I mean, on Twitter. I've been getting into it with some some of my friends on Twitter. You could get on Twitter and like tweet "Hey," and somebody would tweet back "Fuck you." Like, yeah, I feel bad. I feel like I it feels so much more direct whenever I'm on Twitter. Like I don't I don't try to troll on Twitter anymore. I just kind of spur to the moment when I'm on there. But I had uh, a couple of friends kind of talk talk some shit to me. Well, the weird thing is like. Uh, 
when you tag people, it's just, Go hard. it's like you said, it's, hey, give me some more of that fucking candy. Listen, guys, you got to understand. It's apparently a, a couple years old. It's been up there. But, oh, greatest events of World War II in color. Like I said, greatest events. It's like a sports highlight. Um, there's this, for some reason, they have this candy in a Ziploc bag. It's fucking sweet tarts and Reese's Pieces mixed together. And it is, uh, it's honestly a weird combination. It's And it's the hard kind of sweet tarts, too. The kind that you kind of have to suck on for a minute to, uh, okay, let's not go there. But the kind you have to salivate for a second to, uh, to chew on. And then you got the Reese's Pieces peanut butter. It has been a hell of a blessing. And it's honestly probably pretty stale, but I've just been eating nothing but meat these past two weeks. Yeah, I'm that guy. I tried. I really gave it my shot, but now I'm really coming down with uh, this keto flu pretty heavily. I swear to God, whenever Netflix goes to the uh, the screensaver thing, whatever, when it's showcasing all the shows that you can watch, whatever, 90% of them just look like pieces of fucking shit, man. Like, there are so many, and I, the most meme, memed one is Tall Girl. The whole point is that she's tall, but I mean, you go, there's, that's like a dime a dozen on Netflix. There's kind of random, what the fuck demographic is this for? I think they just want a show, one show for any kind of subject ever. I really think they want to just be like this weird YouTube of TV shows where you can Google anything. And let's see what's coming up right now. Rebecca, psychological, suspenseful, coming October 20, oh, fuck you. I don't need, I don't need, I do not need Netflix trailers. Just tell me when it's on. I'm not going to remember Rebecca. Has anyone seen uh, Tenet yet? That looks fucking amazing. I love trailers that don't really show anything off. You know. Just like, man, I can't even. I'm going to have to stop looking at the TV. Brave Blue World. TV show about what coming October 21st. They're advertising shit. Keep still keep going. Listen, everyone, you need to understand something. Uh, this, this is it for Shane. This is his last podcast. He's not gonna tell you this directly. Maybe he'll tell you on the next podcast. What well, wouldn't be the next podcast? It'd be his last podcast. This is his last podcast. So he most definitely will tell you that this is it. He's retiring from podcasting. He's retiring from. Uh, ska music as he has become famous for and he is going to start a nursing home he's going to care for the elderly because I think at this point with their savvy political views and their willingness to wear a mask that never before have the elderly been so uh, beneficial to our society I do not think that they are the dead weight of the human conscious at all and I think we should keep them around Eating Jello and doing whippets uh, for however long they have left. And also, I think you should check out Racket Ralph Breaks the Internet. Also, a great movie to watch with those old people we care so much about. So we didn't poison their pieces. Please soup. tell me, what? in the midst of all this time you're in here by yourself, please. You didn't get me that candy. Did you promote your podcast? Mm -hmm. No, I did not. Tell them about your podcast. Listen, guys, you should check out the Timothy Watkins program. 
on YouTube and on Facebook, uh, on uh, wherever you can find the uh, the audio version, like podcasts and stuff. It's pretty much me talking mad shit in front of a green screen, having a grand old time, uh, losing my mind, giving really uh, prophetic and articulate thoughts on words and thoughts at hand. It's a real hot take from Hot Take Playlist on Timothy Watkins' program. You should check it out. All seriousness, Timothy's podcast is pretty awesome. I've been listening to it since he came out with it, in all honesty. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've said this in a pre... I know you said you didn't want to backtrack on anything we've talked about before. But, I'm pretty sure between Joe Rogan and Timothy Watkins... That is the only reason I started a podcast, or the main reasons that I was encouraged to start one. Uh, uh, the to- the Church of Toby or Tim Talks prior to that yeah. was definitely a big inspiration for me to start a podcast. I mean, in all honesty, Timothy said, "Dude, look, all you gotta do is get this this app called Anchor and just yeah. just do it." And it's been a very, very interesting. I've been, I've been doing my podcast for over a year now, and oh. it feels kind of weird because the main reason it feels weird is because I feel like I should have more episodes. But that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of just trying to jack them out this year and see how many I can get this year, and then I'm gonna after this year is over, I say that I think I'm gonna take a break in December. Mm. Like I don't think I'm gonna do any episodes. It's the holiday in December, yeah. And plus that by then I feel like my. Uh, my music and shit is going to be done and ready to be put out and promote. And I'd rather focus on that and only focus on that. So you record yeah. at a studio in Hattiesburg? Yeah. Uh, it's like Hub City Recordings or something like that. I don't know. But the guy's name is Parker. But I've talked about Parker on here. And I'm going to have Parker on here at some point. But he's a cool dude. He's an awesome guy. He's not hard to find. If you listen to this podcast, you can probably find him. Hub City Recordings. Uh, right. Parker, he's an artist himself, but I, uh, I've always said and pushed that Hattiesburg should be the capital of Mississippi. I mean, there's so much cool shit going on, and Jackson is so dangerous. I don't know. I yeah, no, I said it does suck though. It sucks. Okay, no, let me put it this way, or let me explain myself. Let me go on a tangent for a moment. I like Hattiesburg. I like living here. Uh, I live obviously a little bit outside of Hattiesburg, but it's been a nice experience. Sure. But in the same breath, if it was if it was the capital, would it still be? You know, because you would have so much influx of government buildings and stuff of that nature. Just something being the capital of something doesn't necessarily just mark an area of land. Right. You know, like. Baton Rouge is the capital of uh, Louisiana. I, th- I always think it's New Orleans just because. But Most people do. I mean, but there's other states. There's other states that are like that too. Like, I can't think of one. All- okay, what do you think the capital of uh, Texas is? Houston? No, it's Austin. It's Austin. But even still, think about that. The right. capital of Texas is Austin, not Houston. Like the big, because when I was a kid, I used to always think that the capital, of the state, was the biggest city. Yeah, like you just, just assume. Fucking... It's like uh, Magnolia is the capital of Mississippi. But is Jackson? 
is I'm Jackson. Kidding. I'm kidding. That's oh, a no, joke. No. Mag- I was about to say Magnolia is not. I was hoping for a reaction like, what? No way. No, I knew. <laughs> I knew Jackson was. I just, you know, I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I know, bro. I, I knew know. the whole time. But is Jackson the biggest city we have? I mean, you mean like a ta- a city that has the like most people living in it? Sure, I guess. Or do you? What do you mean, like? I guess just the biggest. I mean, just. I mean, Jackson would definitely be our biggest city. I mean, you could if you could throw all the towns on the coast mm-hmm. in like one thing, then you could Mike could do something with that. But it just all depends on the definition. If it means like people that live there. Yeah. I don't know, there might be some county somewhere that has, like, the only way that there would be more people or something like that would be if you had a town that was, like, slap full of, like, projects. Like, the whole thing was just, like, you know, just project buildings, like, government. Monopoly uh, houses. Yeah. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. I don't think, I think that Jackson is the biggest, you know, city, whatever, ordinance. I always get an uncomfortable vibe whenever I go to Jackson. Feels a little off. Although shout outs you were talking about, do I miss shows? The offbeat shows that yeah. I have in uh, Jackson. Dude, those uh those guys at Offbeat are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Philip particularly, uh, or DJ Venom. He's a cool dude. We didn't. I don't think they really liked us that much because we performed. Well, I I had a relationship kind of with Philip before I oh, ever actually before I actually performed there because we printed some shirts for him. Uh, many moon ago. But uh, a couple of different uh, orders, and I guess they found something a little bit better, which wasn't a big deal. But and this was when I was still in Macomb or sure. in Summit. But uh, and then I ended up getting booking a couple of shows. I think we did. I think I performed at Offbeat twice, but I can't remember. No, we I performed at Offbeat once, and that was with J Rad, and we did uh, like three nine six stuff. No. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we did any. Yeah, we did. We did, had we did like the first tape. It was like when after the first mixtape came out of me and J Rad three nine six hooligans. The warm up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. That you know how long that was so long ago. It's crazy how about how like. Just what my mindset was after college, and how even after like I was like that little time span. For me, it was dropping out of college. It was different for everybody else, but. Just, like, things happening, us trying to get stuff moving with, like, my shows, your shows, yeah. Gavin shows, fuck, just, like, things happening, or us trying to make something happen. Yeah. It was an interesting time. I'm curious, see, what I'm curious now, man, what, like, there's so much of a blur, like, with the years. Yeah. Because I think to myself, like, I've constantly made music, but there was a long period of time there where, like, I didn't have, like, a sense, like, a real stable situation. Right. So, I try to remember, like, making music, but me and J-Rad made the, we started 396 Hooligans, like, after I started working at the shop. Right. So, I'm trying to think to myself. That first shop was the best. What's that? I said that first shop was the best. Man, that upstairs, nothing beat that. Any anybody who's listening to this podcast that ever came to eighteen seventeen at uh, in Summit where I used to work, I know, I, I know if Kane or Colt is listening to this, which I, I know they listen to the podcast. I know Kane does at least. Uh, 
they definitely hung out up there. We watched uh, the interview up there. <laughs> nice. Dude, it was like around Christmas or New Year's or something, and we got twisted. Uh, Corey brought three handles of Crown Royal. Three? Out, out, to the, out to the compound. So between Dakota's trailer, where Dakota and Valerie lived, mm-hmm. and where Stephen and Bobby lived. Right. And I lived with Stephen and Bobby at the time. Like, between there and there, we were just drunk for like four days. Dude, I'm talking about, that's so much liquor. Yeah, Three handles of, of Crown Royal, not to mention... How much did that cost him? Jesus Christ. He got it for free. He acquired it. Oh, wow. He acquired it. He didn't steal it. He acquired it. He acquired it. it. Yeah, he told me the story, but it's none of my business to be telling <laughs> on here. But... And it, it kept it kept everybody wasted. Oh, it was New Year's. Because I remember because it was like New Year's fell on like a Thursday. And... Okay, yeah. So New Year's Day was on a Thursday, and then there was Friday. And Friday, we were supposed to go to work. Or we went to work for something, but dude, we didn't do anything. All Me, Steven, Kane, Colt, who, who all ever all was with us. I think Alex was with us, like... We had just, Corey, like, we were just all sitting up at the shop, like, just trashed, dude. And, and we watched the interview, and we, and like, I was supposed to be working, and we just did not work. We didn't That's do amazing. I mean, we did a little bit, but I don't even, I don't remember even printing anything. But, just watched the interview. Yeah. We watched the whole ass movie while we were on the clock working. That's uh, what's up, man. Steven actually probably got a lot of shit done. We just didn't get anything done. <laughs> or I didn't get anything done. None of those other guys worked there. So is he in Chicago now? Yeah, man. He moved. And you went to go visit him, right? Not in Chicago. Not in Chicago. Okay. That's so weird. I would have made a much bigger deal about that if I would have went to Chicago. I hadn't been to Chicago in like 10 years. Not that I have any affinity for it or anything. I don't have any desire to just go visit, other than Stephen being there. I wonder how many people who are like this, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm proud to be a New Yorker, I'm proud to be from Chicago, I'm proud to be from Philadelphia, whatever. I wonder how many people that there are that just, they're implants, you know? They chose it like a football team. Just fuck it, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen's that. Stephen would be that. I think Steven has a lot of Chicago pride. Steven's a good implant to have, though. He's like a breast implant. He's like, he's really adding to the Steven, appeal of the city. Steven, I can imagine Steven looks really good on paper. Go on. I'm just saying, like, Steven is, like, the most consistent person. Like, even, like, you know, he's had a crazy year. But, like, outside of that, I mean, he's always, you know, A1. He's got a, the perfect track record with his jobs, I imagine. Right. Fired from all of them, drunk on all, <laughs> yeah, drunk on the clock and all. He did faded off Kalanapins and Oldie. He's a pansexual now. So there's a there's a lot more we could cover because, like I said, we have not talked, we have not done a podcast since. Dude, hey, I, I went to go see my grandfather. I have a question. Where are you trying to go? Oh, dude, I don't know. It's just like every fucking state is Mississippi now, man. It's like I don't see benefits anywhere. That's not what I meant. I oh. Mean, like, with the conversation. Oh. Like, I mean, I just don't even know what state I want to go to now, man. It's like... <laughs> <there's> like <laughs> I just figured you might you might have a topic you'd want to bring up. If not, I got, like, mm. four more in the Duffy. Okay, I'll... Give me time to process. Give me one from your... Give me one from your Duffy. <laughs> Do you know please. what Duffy means? 
Does it rhyme with... No. You don't know what Duffy means? No. So I just sound like a total dumbass. What does a Duffy mean? It's a duffel bag. Oh. Or because it just said duffel. Uh, by the way, I don't like that you say pod. I don't say it that often. I only say it in irony. But you say it to I me. Used, I used to say bruh in irony as well. There was one night in Atlanta where I said bruh unironically. And I've always been ashamed of it. I went to this open mic in Atlanta. It was at a bookstore. And I was the first guy to show up. And I, they didn't. Ha- I was so early, they didn't even have a list. And I was just like, uh, this may have been my first, second year of comedy. Just like, you know, have no idea. Still have no idea, but had even less of an idea. Yeah. And I'm just coming in, just, you know, got my shitty open mic jokes. And the lady's just like, oh, yeah, you're early. We don't even have the list yet. But, you know, in a minute, we'll, we'll get out. You'll be first on the list. Okay, cool. Go to use the bathroom. Take a piss, come back out. The list has been made. Twenty other comedians are here, and they've all signed before me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so god. So I just went from being early to number one to like late to number twenty nine, twenty seven, whatever. Did and you have to pay? No, I didn't have to pay. But well, I, I was gonna say, I wonder what like if that's that many people. Think about how much money they made that quick, just off the love. Yeah, maybe. Ten bucks. Just say ten bucks is like to come perform. There were some in L.A. that were you had to pay, and honestly, they uh, some of them were worth it because they were legit, like just these rooms. It was the other comedians only, but you had like five bucks. You have a guaranteed five minutes at this hour. Like there's no waiting. There's no oh my god, yeah. whatever. It's literally just work on your shit, kind of like a, a workshop. Yeah, almost. You know what I mean? But and that was super fun. But you had to pay for it. Sure, but I mean five bucks. I mean. Dude, honestly, like that's a. That... I'm, not, I'm not judging the thing. I mean, to, if you're a rap no, but artist, you have to pay for it. If you want to perform for eight minutes, you got to pay like three hundred and fifty bucks to open up for. Somebody. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and the show starts at ten thirty, and you're performing at like seven. I've never done it, but I'm just saying, like, didn't you do only it because it's so much? I didn't mean, you do it that one time at the music festival? Not, I'm not saying you paid that much money, but just like we just had to wait a long time for you guys to go on. Actually, uh, you guys no, were we rather didn't, early. We didn't pay any money. We showed up. But, really early and we performed in the daytime but we stayed I don't remember why we stayed there we don't mess with you we don't we only got to perform two songs and it was because I had to edit that shit and it was next to a playground yeah and I uh, I know Josh didn't want to do that show either like he did beforehand but when we got there and it was like oh shit like what what kind of but I love that to this day when you look up 396 hooligans one of the main pictures is uh, you and me in that ski jacket. Like, yeah. the lady thought that we were the three <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. Man. We're, I mean, we got to hang out. J-Rad bought us a pack of cigarettes, which you know I always appreciate and enjoy when someone's willing to share their cigarettes. You ever stop and think about how long ago that was? Well, I did just now. That was a long time ago. That was like six years, seven Two, years ago. Two thousand. I don't even think Trump was in office back then. No, he definitely wasn't in office. Oh, me and Brittany weren't even together when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long That's time a ago. a long-ass time ago, man. When Fuck. you stop and think about it, dude, everything after, like, 22 has been <laughs> constant. I don't even, like... And it just I doesn't stop. I haven't even really been doing nothing. <laughs> it's like, but I, I'm telling you, it feels like ever since, like, I stopped being a total delinquent, right. my life has just gone by so fast. It's, uh, I mean, fuck, man, like, it's... How old are you now? Uh, 38. Oh, man, you're getting so old. 
I'm 25. Oh, I knew you weren't 38, but I figured, I got to thinking, I was like, maybe he's 28. You're like, no, I'm, no. I'm, I just turned 28. I just turned 28 the other day, dude. How's that feel? Stuff that bad. I'm not 30 yet, dude. I'm good. I haven't. I don't feel any. Two guilt. more years. I will feel no guilt. It's coming. I don't. I don't feel that bad. I won't feel bad when I'm 30. 30 is a buffer to 40. <laughs> I'm good. You know, a bunch of shit has happened in the past 10 years. 10 years ago from today. Shit. 10 years ago from today, I was still in shaking. God. <laughs> you were still smoking weed. I mean. Yeah. No, I th- I haven't smoked weed in ten years, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit louder into the microphone. Uh, I th- I get depressed sometimes, just like I I just get inside my old my own head of inside my old noggin, of uh, just being like shit, man. Like halfway to fifty, like I'll just do depressing, unrealistic shit like that, just titty baby shit. Like God, already halfway to fifty, whatever. And then I think about, like, having to live 25 more years of life and how I'm thinking, like, dude, man, five more years would exhaust me of just, like, oh, of just man. like memories and whatever and just all shit happening. So I'm like, dude, I still got 25 years before I'm officially an old man, old, old man. Fuck it. I was about to say, I, there's, I, I wouldn't look at it in the sense of, like, oh, man, I have to live 25 years. Look at it, it's like, man, what, shit, 25 more years? Yeah. You get to do this okay. whole thing that in my head, this is how I look at it. It's like, I get to do this whole thing over again. Yeah. And once I get to the age... You age, get to start as a baby. Back in diapers and everything. My thing is, is once I get to the age... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Brittany wakes up one day. No, I'm a... I'm a little, little. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I'm a little, little, short and stout. stout. This is my TikTok. This is my mouth. This is my mouth. Huh. I won't name names, but I dated someone that was into that shit. Yeah? That was weird. Did not like it. Well, I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm confident I know the names of your last two girlfriends. I don't know prior to that. That might be my only... The, the latest one you're talking about wasn't even officially a girlfriend. But I really only had, like, two girlfriends in my entire life, man. Like, relationships, sure. Like, flings, little... We're talking, all that stuff, hey, sure. Hey, is, is the first one... <laughs> is the first... Oh, shit. No, I know both of them, then. I definitely know both of them, then. I don't think you know both of them. Oh. Well, one, see, is, now one is back in high school. And I don't know her? Starts with an L? Nope. I don't know her. I mean, I might know her, but I, I, it's not who I thought. I'm talking about like officially, officially. We're like, Dude, see, you're crazy because you have you have had more girlfriends than that. I've had. You are just a dog. You're a cold, cold hearted dog. I'm, I'm talking. You gold mouth, savage, pimp cane rocking piece of shit. You just. Do you realize that that is a diss to any girl that that could possibly listen to this that I know that would be like I'm not I wouldn't get his girlfriend. You are sick. You're a sick person. That, that You've was, lived a long life. That's the only two... <laughs> those are the only You're two... You're half past dead. <laughs> You're like 25... Halfway to 50, Tim. Halfway to 50. All, the, all this neglecting these girls that were not your girlfriends. Oh, my God. Dude, they were nice. I mean, we got along. We were friends. We were great. No, but, like, I'm serious. Like, only two Facebook official. And that's when you know that oh, shit is real. Oh, that's the only determining factor. Yeah. 
That's not fair. Because girls, like, somewhere around, like, seven, eight years ago, girls were like, don't put it on Facebook. I want it to be passionate between me and you. <laughs> Guys were putting that they fucked their girl on Facebook? I mean, no. No, just... No. What, like tagging parents and something? Doesn't matter. I've only had... The, So-and-so, just... <laughs> I'm pretty sure my fourth, like, real girlfriend was actually... That's who I married. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I never had... Uh, I only had, like, three girlfriends prior to my wife. Girlfriends are... I mean, like, to actually be, like, in a relationship. Like, you know, we've all been through being sweet, being... Some uh, people go through them, though, like... Finish what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Like, some people... Like, that's a taxing responsibility. Some people just go through boyfriend to boyfriend, girlfriend to girlfriend, and it's just like... It's... It's a it's 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 emotional whoring. That's yeah. what it really is, dude. And I think to myself, you know, because you you have those guys. Are you dun, 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 dun. Eighteen million doors. Holy you shit! Ha- yeah, we're good. We're good. We're rocking. No, you good? we're doing. I'm good. good. Yeah, we're good. This is, we're breaking a record today. We're going for the record. Okay. And the record is seven hours. <laughs> I'm just joking. We better start reading some audiobooks. It always it always blows my mind. Even people who are our age who it's like they go like, oh, post it up. Like two weeks later, like they've got a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Two weeks later, boyfriend, girlfriend. Two weeks yeah. later, boyfriend. It's like how the hell does that happen? How do you do that? I don't know why you would do that. I like I said, I totally understand talking, like building towards that, but just to commit yourself like that, it's like fucking what's her what's her name? that came to my hotel when she said she was going to be on the podcast and immediately she was just like hey what's up babe you're ba-. like the first time really hanging out with her hey sweetheart hey babe and like I went to go get food for her I didn't really like that you didn't say goodbye before you left just immediately I was just like yo she's going to have me making fucking iPads before too long man like she's going to fucking she was a crazy person so See, that's why okay, I left I have a question how how willing argue to open up about that that experience i would say you have to watch the latest episode of the timothy watkins program when does it come out it will be out by the time you post this <laughs> comes out tomorrow at the time of this recording so saturday oh well i'll be dropping this to either tomorrow night or sunday morning so you're good there you go check out the timothy watkins program good and you already pitched that to him right the, not that, but you pitch your channel and stuff or wherever. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just go on comedian underscore t dot what w a t and all will be explained. All right. Well, since we have some more time and you don't seem to be over it yet, uh, I want to get in for a second. I want to get in for a second. I want to talk about what what are your thoughts on the new consoles. And the new games that are coming out. Come on, let's talk about it. Well, it's not new. I see you shaking your head. It's all good. No, you need to understand. I need, I need to have... You're like one of the only people that I've had on here to be able to talk to about this. you got to understand something, Shane. I have betrayed you. I have betrayed pretty much everything I've ever stood for in my gaming life because... Oh, yeah. You're a sellout to all of us. As of... You are a liberal. Last month. <laughs> you are a liberal. I am of the PC master class. I just got a gaming laptop. I just play emulators, man. I got fucking Pokemon Stadium emulator. I got Mario Kart emulator. I'm gonna buy Street Fighter Five again. 
and put it on my PC. That's sick. That's sick. That's wrong. I bought that. If that if I were to do that, I would have bought that game three times. I bought Marvel vs. Capcom twice. That is disgusting. I got a sickness, man. Yeah, you. The fighting games thing blows my mind. You have all that computing power, and you were like, "I want to buy this game for the third time." Why don't you play a good game? <laughs> Why don't you play a game that like people play? Okay, bet I'll play League of Legends. I'll become that guy. You know what? I'm reminiscent. I will. I'm getting. I'm gonna resubscribe to World of Warcraft. Dude, I realize what I can get now. Now that I got a Windows 10 PC, I can get fucking the Halo Master Chief Collection, the the HD remastered versions of all Halo One, Two, Three, and I think Four or something. Online yeah. and everything. I mean, that's cool. That's neat. It's not like it would be playing on an Xbox, but. No, I'd be playing on the PlayStation. But I mean, Xbox, all Xbox controllers. No, you will not be playing on the PlayStation. I mean, the PC. <laughs> the fuck is. Say, don't you dare. Don't you dare. To go. I would never buy a Halo game ever again if it came out on. That's I, when you know. I That's when you really know. I haven't bought a Halo game since Halo 2. That was a unique era. I know people are still uh, into shooters as much as uh, anything with fucking, uh, what's it called? Apex Legends and games like Fortnite and stuff. And games like Overwatch and stuff. People are still obsessed with shooters and stuff. But the Halo 2, Halo 3 era of just that's what everyone played, no matter what. It didn't matter. It brought everyone together. Everyone at least played a little bit of Halo. Even if you sucked. Like, fuck it. 16 people are playing. You got two pretend armies on each team. Two pretend armies. Yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you got your squad. Oh, reload, pick the sniper, give me cover fire. Meanwhile, some guy, one guy just has the sword and is murdering everyone. Oh, military, the military did trade me for this. (laughs) I was unprepared. (laughs) This guy's got a lightsaber. Bad boy billionaires, India. That is something we need to watch and cover on this show. Uh, yeah, it's called Bad Boys Billionaire, Bad Boy Billionaires, but it's apparently about, like, Indian, like, rich people. Like, some guy that came and scammed a bunch of people. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'd like to watch it. I've been watching World War II in color here lately. I'm sure that's been quite the experience. Man, it's it's been getting the job done as far as keeping me entertained. And it's somewhere between a movie and a TV show. You know, yeah. I'm kind of getting burned that's out. That's usually I'm what life out is. on, like, the shows. Like, I, I thought about starting Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I just don't care about yeah. watching the show. There's so much other stuff going on in the world. Like, honestly, like I was saying earlier, like I fall asleep whenever I'm putting my son to sleep, mm-hmm. or like I get into a coma, like comatose like state. Just relaxed. Yeah, but if not, I'm in there fucking reading or talking or recording a podcast or writing music. I have put writing music on the back burner because I wrote most of my project. All I got to do is record it, which is the hardest part. I mean, it's really not, but the guy where I was recording, he had his uh, shop shut down, or his recording spot shut down because... Antifa? Yeah, Antifa. Because of Antifa in Mississippi. No, because because he uh, he was worried about COVID. Like, he's a Mm. super COVID freak. No, he's not a freak, but you get what I'm saying. He is, though, he is. Hey, guess what? The masks don't work, dummy. It's all fake. So, All so, right. our well, so come on, look, we got a whole list. Let's let's run through it. What, what do you? How do you really feel about the mask? I think the mask work. I'm just being a dickhead. Okay, you think they work? Yeah. What to what extent? Like, they 
deliver our food. They like work the fields. What they work. Fields? Why? What? Why? They work the crops. Why do they work the fields. They're made out of cotton. Why would they? So Shane, you know all cotton's from Mexico. So you think you think that the cotton masks are the ones that are plucking cotton for the fields? I remember one time. You said work the fields in a way that kind of makes me want to question what you were thinking. I remember my grandmother went to go get a haircut, and the the lady barber wasn't the lady barber. The barbrette, the girl that dropped out of high school, was cutting my grandmother's hair. <laughs> As all cosmetologists are. Oh my god, dude, that's great. But she wasn't wearing a mask, and my grandma, you know, she's, you know, a half mongoloid. She just does not understand what's going on at any point. She ate a bowl of rat shit when I was hanging out with her. No, out there. You, no way. Yes, she did. I told Brittany about this on your live stream. She was going, Timothy, those cornflakes that we had today, I, those were very stale. Like, I did not, first of all, they were Cheerios. So that was your first red flag that those might be, might not be the cornflakes you usually <laughs> might eat. Might not taste very corny. Yeah, and second of all, she's just like, yeah, and they're just little black pellets in it. Every time I get one in my mouth or something, just put it on a spoon, put it to the side, or whatever. I'm like, grandmother, that is rat shit. Remember how we had a rat in the cabinet and how I set a trap to get it, whatever? It was, oh yeah, yeah, you're eating its feces. Oh my god, that's so disgusting, dude. Yeah, and also even worse, she didn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> I mean, playing devil's advocate, she didn't need one. I'm glad she didn't. She could have had the mask if she'd ate that cereal. She was in just as much danger. The best part of that is my mom had come that night, and she was just like, oh, Debbie, you're just not going to believe it. Like, she didn't even understand why I was upset. Like, that's how out of touch this woman is. She's just like, Debbie, I'm going to tell you, and I just don't know what happened today, but here's what all, all I'm going to say. Somehow, even when I'm minding my own business, trouble finds my way. Oh, my God. I was like, Grandmother, you ate rat shit. She's giving the whole speech. Just throwing your ass under the bus. Very passive-aggressive. Like, whenever I wore shorts to church, just, oh, boy, Timothy sure did you look... drink that? No, you can have it. When I wore shorts to church one day, Tim, uh, she was just like, oh, boy, Timothy sure did look comfortable the day at church, didn't he? <laughs> this fucking asshole. But, uh... It sounds like she kind of sunned you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Grandson. She is... Oh. I mean, she is your grandma, so... Yeah. But I don't like her to bring that up. She doesn't have any power over me. I like to remind her of that. That sounds That's very, why I put rat shit in her cornflakes. That sounds very futuristic and anarcho of, of you. But... Sounds like you're ready to burn the system down. I mean, a couple statues that, you know... A little here, a little there. A little here, a little there. I'll burn down. I'll just burn down like statues that don't make sense, like the, like the bully uh, statue of Mississippi State. Fuck it, goddamn racist! Like what? He's a bulldog. <laughs> He's a dog. <laughs> he don't give a damn. Statue of Liberty. He obeys a fight. She wasn't a real person, Timothy. She. What was your favorite class when you were in college? In college, zero. Maybe I guess stage band. You didn't like any of your classes. Uh. Uh-uh. That's like, why I dropped out eventually. Well, I dropped out too, but I mean, I had classes that I liked. Like what? Well, <laughs> if you're wondering, I was very, very, very into American history. American history was nice. I really liked psychology in my second semester. I did not like speech. They made fun of me in speech. They would make bets. 
Shane retells his story of it. That totally just sounds like something you'd see on the History Channel today. Yeah. Of like creepy music playing, just like Shane, uh, a non-college graduate, but was interested in American history, has his beliefs on the aliens. We we had we had our uh, you know our classes. We had a class, I had a class in my second semester and it was speech class and I dropped out and it was one of the reasons, or it was one of the, that class was one of the reasons I dropped out. Mm. You did, 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 dropped out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, they, they made bets on me. Like, because I would, I would they'd be like, if, he, if I'm coming to class. My teacher was in on it. Like, it sucked. And it made me feel really stupid. So after I came to class like two or three more times after I found out about that, I was like, I'm not going back. It was speech class. But it was like, like, I'm not that insulted. Not like the ability to talk, but like uh, like to get, I guess people know, speech. You have to take speech in college. Right. It was a college course for speech. And I fucking, I dropped out. Which I wouldn't have passed anyway because I didn't do like several of the projects and I improv most of my speech classes. Got by with like a C plus or something. Yeah. Like I would come up with the subject right before the speech started. I would just you know say an say uh, f- a f- the fewest amount of us and likes and whatever possible, and the teacher would be like, ah, okay, you're yeah, you're competent. This woman, she had like she was kind of hot, but she was old, so she wasn't really that hot. Sure. But she was hot. Her name was, like, Miss McGlo- McLaughlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, I had her to speech, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, she kind of, like, she knew she probably used to be hot, but she just, something happened, you know, just... Time, went, man. Yeah. Time. But she The still, 60s happened. She still could have got it. I would have gave it to her, even if, even if I got an F. Yeah, just don't ask me to talk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just let me get to this class without, like, whatever. Don't kick me out or anything. You're like, you're like, fucking, oh, oh. Oh, that's a C minus. Three us. I would be like, hey, I'll settle. I got mines. I got what I was looking for. Also, I'm not going to be in class tomorrow. Yeah, I will not be there tomorrow. Uh, here's my doctor's slip. And it's just like a bunch of Z's on a piece of paper. I had uh, classes I liked in high school. But, I mean, stage. I guess stage band does count as a class, and that was fun as shit. You it just does. To, you I just mean, got to goof off with stage band games. It's only worth talking about if you have a good story. Nah, just the. Wow. <laughs> nah, just next subject. No, fucking the only thing really interesting. Obviously, there was just little shenanigans and stuff of us singing and whatever, and I hated my fucking stage band teacher. But it was okay because I was amongst all my friends and stuff. Most of the people I knew from high school, uh, from college, was the friends. But the way I got in was I was a stage band manager. And somebody didn't want to do the part of Elvis for the Twelve Grooves of Christmas. I remember seeing that live. Really? You were there? Yeah. That was the first. The first year you were at Southwest, I was. There. I saw that. I was. Uh, Feels like so long ago. Now that I mean, yes, the other stuff does feel long ago, but that feels like ancient fucking history. Yeah, because I mean, you were in the paper and everything. Like it was like a big deal. But I just remember us being there and be like, hey, we know Tim. You know, like it was. Well, it's just so it's just so weird how I the stage band thing, I was a stage band manager, just fixing shit, whatever. And the guy that wanted that was gonna play Elvis didn't want to do it, and just I figured just like, hey man, stage band looks cool. 
I didn't come in with like a music degree or anything. I, I literally came in with like a fucking band manager degree. Like that's yeah. how I got initiated. And then yeah. I then I went from stage band and then went to college mascot just randomly. Now, just doing hopped all around. That, did it ever change any of your scholarship? Like did you since you ended up taking from like stage band like were, manager to being like a, one of the lead guys in the show, did you did it affect your scholarship? No. Like, I mean, you, you know how it is with community college. Like, once you get in, you're just fucking in for, like, no reason. Yeah, like, like you just, if I don't have to pay anything, I'm not going to ask for more money back. Yeah. You know? I do remember at some points my grades were so bad that my scholarship dropped, but they just kept me on as yeah. a mascot anyway. They're just like, just don't tell anybody <laughs> that you're technically not supposed to be here. But I was, the guy just like, dude, he just was an insecure guy. He didn't want to do Elvis, whatever. And I was like, dude, I'll do Elvis. Like, fuck it. It seems fun. Put you it killed on. it. You stole the show. I People mean, say they could see my wiener hardcore. I mean, it was there. They said they saw the flop, and I was just like, "You're damn right." To the point where, like, the next the next show, they had to put like tight after tight. They had to put like three layers of tights on me, just to hide the schlong. You want to do me a favor? Sure. You want to go grab those last two beers out of the fridge? Sure, man. Bring you me, got this covered? Bring one. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna tell. Uh, do some shout outs for some of my friends. Hey, guys, check this out. <laughs> uh, obviously, Tim has promoted his podcast, and we'll probably promote it again before the podcast is over. The pod is over. But uh, I do want you guys to uh, check out my friend James. James has a podcast uh, called Hillian Hideout. Hillian as in, like, Zelda, uh, the game. You should check it out. His podcast is awesome. They talk about music. They talk about video games. They cover uh, some other topics as well. They do a lot of top tens, top fives. It's really exciting. I like their content. Um, and not just because James is my friend. Which, to be honest, hearing James on that podcast and doing his thing and being so, like, like... The, He's really head, head first, going very confident with it, so I appreciate that. And uh, y'all know, if you, any of you guys know Alex uh, with the braids, Alex from uh, Nebraska originally, Nebraska Street, Nebraska Avenue, on the corner of 7th and Nebraska, Alex, my boy, my guy. Uh, he's a frequent guest on there as well. But it's definitely worth checking out if you guys get the moment to do that. Uh, there's also a podcast, I don't know if you guys know who Stephen Lusk is, but he has a podcast called Politisip. It's like, uh, polit Politics Mississippi. Um, a lot, there's a good bit of stuff that he talks about on there that I'm very unprivy to, but it is a very nice podcast to actually get to listen to, because he talks about stuff in a, uh, very down-to-earth, like, normal human being way. So... I would definitely check out Politisip as well. Uh, Steven is a cool dude. He's got a nice sense of humor, and he appreciates... Steven who? He appreciates the way that everybody looks at things in the world. Your brother? I mean, I guess, yeah, him too, but I was talking about Steven Lusk. He has a podcast or something? He has a podcast called Politisip. It's about politics. Oh, hell yeah. Just like this podcast. I mean, this podcast I wouldn't say is about politics overall. Honestly, man, I've always seen myself as more of a politician than I have a comedian. Well, that makes one person in the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah, the stratosphere. Maybe in the 
Maybe in the earth that actually is flat. Hmm, yeah. that's interesting. That guy said, that guy said, hmm, huh. What do you know? Almost forgot again about this shit. Yeah, patience. Agriculture. See? It, oh. Hmm. Yes, look at you. Slurp it. Slurp it. Do it. Do it. My coworker, a guy who comes to work and he works for like a couple hours in the mornings. Mm -hmm. I knew what you're talking about when you said coworker. Man, this dude, he was talking about he would rather he said he would rather suck off Ryan Reynolds than be lonely. And he proceeded to tell us how he would rather be gay than be lonely. I could handle being gay over lonely if it, if it meant no sex. I just get a fucking, you know, uh, just a big fluffy gay guy, and he's just hanging out, cooking shit for me. Kind of like a modern family situation. But just no, nothing going up in buttholes. We just, we go to sleep, and just throughout the night, we I take... mean, what if he was, what if he said he would just accept everything? Like, you didn't have to do anything. All you had to do was fuck him. And he cooked for you, and cleaned for you, and... How long? How long? fucking do it it's, it's Palpatine <laughs> would you be in a gay relationship with Palpatine if he cooked everything for you I don't think you? you'd have a choice <laughs> Palpatine was like I want to fuck ah! you <laughs> he's just fucking power <laughs> I'm limited I'm just power. a kid man you know the prequels just have such an interesting place in pop culture so many people hate them so many people defend them but they just stuck uh, I think the greatest Not very thing... many people defended that last movie, dude. Which I know everybody hated the, the second one. You're talking about the sequels. Yeah. Like, I know everybody Everybody said that the uh, second to last one was garbage. I liked the last I enjoyed. I enjoyed the, all three of them. But I'm also not as critical. And so I... Especially I try, with I try to leave room for, like, the super fans. Sure. Because their opinions honestly matter more than mine. Because you've dedicated more time and emotion to it than I have. But I enjoyed all three of them. I thought the third, or the third of the, I wasn't talking about the prequels. I was talking about the ones that are fucking. I know. Okay, the afterquels. Yeah. Yeah. The sequels. So, you know. Sequels. I thought you said prequels. I did say prequels, but for some reason, somehow you got onto the sequels. I was talking about, I was talking about the last three, initially. Uh, Rise of the Force. You did say you the last Skywalker, or oh, what'd you say? The Last Jedi. But last before Jedi. that, I was talking about the prequels, like Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it's a whole different conversation. But I like those as well. I honestly feel like it's the same way. The third one was last lackluster, just like the newest ones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like the only thing that happened that's like memorable is the fact that you had that moment between Obi Wan Kenobi and. Anakin, oh, yeah, yeah. when Obi Wan was like, "I have the high ground," you know, it's like, "Don't do it," and he jumped and was an ass, like a cunt, anyway. Yeah, Obi Wan should have just been like, "I told you, man!" Like it was just, he just did. He did. That's when he said the famous quote, "You were supposed to be the chosen one." But you oh don't even God. get it when someone has the fucking high ground. He's like, "You're an idiot, man!" I told you not to do it, but it was emotional. And he's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, you were my brother, Anakin. That's what I'm saying. I like, loved you. That's why I say it like that was the 
that was the like the pinnacle of that movie. I mean, and also because Luke and Leia were born, mm-hmm. like that kind of you know that's cool too. But. Everything tied into a little bit. It was kind of bogus why Yoda went into exile. He yeah. just failed one time at killing the Emperor. Just like yeah, well you know man, we'd really appreciate it if you tried one more time. Seemed like you kind of had him going there for a little yeah, bit. A little more effort. Nonetheless, they were they will always hold a special place in my mind. One because when I went to go see episode two, hours before we had rented episode one at Blockbuster and watched it, I had never watched episode one, and so then I watched the right before the premiere happened. I watched episode one, and then like thirty minutes later, episode two, like back to back. Yeah, just hit me one right after the other, and to see all the Jedi in the fucking arena. Fighting off the bull and the spider green thing and the blue cat. And all the droids and the clones are coming down. It was like the perfect kid movie. And Yoda can move and he has a tiny lightsaber and he's losing his fucking mind doing acrobatics fighting Count Dooku. Yeah. No, that was a big deal. When you saw the trailer for it and it just showed... And it yeah. was Yoda. And you're just like... Because it was, it was like the biggest, like... Almost one of the biggest plot twists of all time. Because all we know of Yoda is just that old... Decrepit. Uh, and uh, even uh. still, like, didn't he throw his cane on the ground? Yeah, like... it's... The whole lore or whatever is like, he's conserving his energy. So just when it comes to that, he has a couple minutes just to go... Fuck it. I do think it kind of sucks that it's like... Because, to your point, number two... Or the second movie, it was a good movie. I mean, because I thought, in all honesty, like you have like your development, a lot of development for Anakin. But you also had that everything that happened on that planet was pretty crazy, with the exception of like, I mean, with the exception of them going through like the the uh, like the industrial, you know. Psh, that, yeah, that, that weird just kind of like obstacle thing, like three CP, C three PO and R two D two. Yeah, like all that's kind of corny, but in the same breath, it adds to that kind of movie. Give something for the kids. But when they're in the arena, yeah, and like they're having to fight all these, like that looks like some crazy shit. You you know that would be in a Star Wars movie, and then the epicness of all of the Jedi's being like like just showing up and because like, at that point you had only seen like two or three Jedi on screen at most and now yeah. it's a whole fucking army yeah that was the first time that you saw that and throughout the whole series I mean and, if you played the games or if you watched something else or you know all sure. that stuff sure if you dug into the lore but that Oh my god, after technical difficulties, you guys are still listening to us. Holy shit. Thank you so much. I'm glad you are still listening because there's something I have to say. Go for it. There's something I need to tell every single person that's listening to this. Alright. The time has come. The moment is here. Oh god, you're not going to start singing, are you? Listen. Listen. This moment is so serious that singing wouldn't even do it justice. Damn. Is it more of a crying kind of thing? Oh, I've cried. I've shed, <laughs> I've shed many tears. That's right. I said many tear. Not tears, but tear. Because it adds dramatic effect. A little flair. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a little pizzazz. Yes. 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 yes! 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 Oh, man. Sorry. I was there for that. Man, I, you know, 
I used to hate Daniel Bryan. Why? Like I just, I, I don't know something about him. I didn't like him, but then eventually I was like, man, this guy is the the people's people. That was a fun night when we went to Elimination Chamber. Yeah, it was good. Jonathan May. Jonathan May. That was the first time I actually got to like hang out with him. Hang out with him. Oh, that's such crazy. a fun guy. Jonathan May is a good dude. <laughs> you ain't never gonna hear me say nothing bad about Jonathan May. Not on record for sure. A living legend, without a doubt. Yes. He is a one-of-a-kind human being. Just and like yourself, bro, by the way. Thank you. I'm pretty sure we talked about that earlier, but I'm just... That's why... It's a callback, man. I did it on purpose. <laughs> I'm sick of synthetic shit. You plastic motherfuckers. This song is a fucking hit. You plastic motherfuckers. Such a random guy. Just put so that's what that's the beauty of funny shit, man. Just some guy who's willing to put in that much effort for ridiculous shit. Mm. One of a kind, bro. <coughs> they only made one of those, dudes. Uh, but I never realized how much New uh, New Orleans loved Randy Orton until Elimination Chamber. Yeah. The Randy Orton theme music started playing. I avoid, and everyone in New Orleans went because I guess Randy's from New Orleans. No, he's not. Yeah, that's why they were losing their shit. You were losing your shit too. I mean, hell yeah, I like Randy Orton, but he's not from New Orleans. There's no way. Uh, Louisiana, maybe. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, that's crazy. In my head, I'm baby. from Louisiana, <laughs> bitch. I'm drunk as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, the unprecedented <laughs> orthodox apex predator, drunk as shit, puts up. Brown He just starts a gimmick where he pees on everybody's car. Randy Orton? Yeah, because he's from New Orleans. Oh my god. I don't think people in New Orleans actually have to do that. They probably... If you live in New Orleans and you, or you're from New Orleans, mm-hmm. you could probably just figure out a different way than... What if you're just like, I don't care. If That's it, how people if it in New Orleans a, are. They if it doesn't piss. have a Louisiana tag, just yeah. piss on them. Piss in the street. Piss on a car. You're telling me you've never pissed on a car in New Orleans? Dude, can I tell you a story about sure. a guy I know? Sure, man. This dude, he's from Macomb. Oh, God. We went down to New Orleans one night, just randomly on a weeknight. This is back when we used to go to New Orleans, like, every two or three months. Okay. It was me. It was Lou. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Because Lou used to live in New Orleans, bro. He would just drive back down there every week. Jack would go to New Orleans every other week, just just for just to go but it was me it was Jack it was Corey Parks and it was two other people I don't want to say their names but one of those people they went they fucking totally like this girl kept coming up to him and like hitting on him okay and, like, all throughout the night, she kept popping up on him. Well, eventually, he was drunk enough to go cheat on his girl. This guy that went with us. Okay. <laughs> and he cheated on his girl, and he was super bummed out about it. You know, he'll be the first one to tell you that he's made those mistakes in his past of 
the infidelity aspect. But it, he actually has they, his own podcast where he talks about they it. They weren't married. It was his girlfriend. But nonetheless, uh, he went and smashed and dashed on this chick. But like he went <laughs> left her the bill. He between him and some of his friends, they say that he blew his load in there. And left her. Oh the, my God! I remember this story. In the back seat of the car, and he when he just got out of the car, pulled his pants up, and walked off. Jesus Christ! Dude, that is incredible. Just that is, just ran, just dined and dashed took off, and just denied like, oh sorry guys, didn't mean to lose y'all. He just went and fucked this chick in the back seat of a car. That he had no idea whose car it was, had no idea who she was. Was it just unlocked? Was it he her? He blew car? his load in her, and he bailed. <laughs> he just walked away, and we took our measly asses back <laughs> to Pike County. <laughs> he just ran away. He just—he didn't run. He just pulled out and left. Released, relinquished his seed. Railed and bailed. Jeez, okay. Railed and bailed. Yeah. He gashed and dashed. Yeah. It's crazy. The other guy was, like, blacked out drunk. But it would serve no benefit for me to tell a story about his experience that night. Was it even worse? No. That's why I say it would serve no You're like, purpose. no, he was the chick. <laughs> <laughs> We were wasted that night, though, for what it's worth. I mean, we ended up getting wasted. I've had some pretty uh, good uh, nights in New Orleans, too, as typical as it sounds. It's a decent party city. I always hated getting wasted and, like, catching a super big buzzkill. Like, in New Orleans? Oh, yeah. Anywhere. The only thing that I don't like about New Orleans is how sometimes how crowded it is. This kind of gives me anxiety. It's, to me, I feel like the only time we ever go is when it's fucking crowded. Like, people choose to go on, like, a certain weekend. But, since me and Brittany have been together, you know, like, we only go down there for concerts. Like, what kind of concert? Dude, I have seen Under Oath, Dance Gavin Dance. I've seen Dance Gavin Dance twice. I never even listened to that band before, like, four years ago. I've seen their name a million times growing up, but they've been a band for a really long time. Their their lead guitarist is insane. Or I guess you could just consider him the shredder guitarist. I don't know. He's the guy who writes the music, I'm pretty sure. The guy like, do you know me for a year? Man? Yeah. Their Rainbow music guitar. is nuts. Yeah. Dance Cabin Dance is a great band. But we went and stayed down there one night with Alex. Like, Alex came with us. Okay, yeah. And we went to go see Dance Gavin Dance. And we had so much trouble getting into our uh, hotel room. It was horrible. But we got to our room, and we had already bought, like, a... <laughs> me and Alex got, like, a half liter of uh, Ciroc. And we drank the entire fucking bottle in, like, 20 minutes. And had to walk to the House of Blues from our hotel room. Oh my god. The whole thing? We were wasted. But by the time the concert was over, we were coming down off of it. Because we weren't trying to buy $8 beers, you know, yeah. inside of the House of Blues. That's always so lame. It was like that for fucking the the uh, WWE events, too. Of just like yeah. the expensive ass It's beers. kind of a drag, you know? Yeah. But 
nonetheless, Eggman, I haven't forgotten, but nonetheless, oh, yeah, yeah. you 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 find yourself like, oh, I'm losing my buzz. You know, like, I'm losing my buzz. It's, sure. I'm excited to see this band that's about to play, you know, that's setting up. But the, we have to be here for 45 minutes while they play. Yeah. And The clock is ticking as far yeah. as, like, your excitement. It's, like, yeah. slowly withering I don't want to lose my buzz. Yeah. If I'm going to actually have the opportunity to continue it, I don't want to lose what I have. Some real attitude. Because then, then, then you'll just uh, spend the entire concert being like, man, what could have been? Yeah. We could have been so much more. I remember I went to go see A Day to Remember on uh, Weed and Acid. Are you sure that they can hear you? That's a good point. Uh, I remember when Shane went to Day to Remember concert and took acid, no. an illegal substance. No, he's a liar. <laughs> Don't I, believe I, him. I never saw. Do it. Uh, I never saw ACDC live, nor did I see A Day to Remember. ACDC is the drug band? No, ACDC didn't do anything wrong. They talked <laughs> about the devil a lot. Oh my god, Brittany's about to freak out. Hey Why? guys, I want to tell you all about something. Because we've been on this podcast for quite a while, and there's really something that I was wanting to talk about like close to the beginning of this. But on... YouTube right now, there is a short film called Eggman. And listen, I sat in my back room the other night. Y'all know I was going stupid hard, putting out some podcasts three in a row. Just I know it was kind of lost in translation, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was nice to get some shit off my chest. But that's what you're into these days. One of those nights. One of those nights, I watched Eggman, and Eggman is awesome. Timothy made this short film, and it's called... Eggman. 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 Where can they find it? They can find it on YouTube. Go to the Eggman... Uh, well, I, I mean, it's on the Timothy Watkins YouTube page, but it's really not that big of a page. So you would have to like look up Eggman full movie, Timothy Watkins, and that'll probably bring you to it. Or you can just go to... I think you can type in Timothy Watkins and find something of yours. Or a random singer, as you showed me. Yeah. But, but <clears throat> he had a beautiful voice. <laughs> he was a great guy. But no, you can find your stuff like pretty quickly on Tim, at just typing in Timothy Watkins on YouTube. Hell yeah. But then go do that. Nonetheless. it It's a great film. He's got some really, uh, really good uh, storytelling. I know that sounds dumb, but <laughs> you're, like, you're like he can really string two sentences together. Man, I'm telling you, this guy can talk. <laughs> he is audible. No, but it really is just—he's like he is. You can tell there's a place where the story starts, and you can tell there's a place where the story ends. My name is Purge. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, it was just some random stoner shit that I made for other stoners. And uh, it's mighty hip of you. <clears throat> oh yeah, dude, I'm I'm going meta. This is this is stuff that sober people will find funny, and high people won't find funny. Oh, I got you. Can't even really snap. Tell them. But 
Uh, <laughs> no, it was something I'd always... Like, there was a, this new program called Dreams for the PlayStation 4 where you could kind of make your own video game, make your own animation. And that was something I'd always wanted to do, and that, that I discovered that right after coronavirus hit and shit. And uh, I don't know, it was just something I always wanted, so I just kind of pursued it. And throughout the rest of the summer, really, and into a little bit of the fall, uh, that was just all I was doing, just making this little anime yeah. thing. Dude, well, it, it turned out pretty awesome. I was very imp- impressed. Like... I don't know. I can't. I can't help but feel like you. Like you had to have made it a certain way because, like, th- what did you do first? The the words, <clears throat> like the or the video. Uh, I did. There, the original plan was to record the audio on my phone, just like a, a just shitty audio. Who cares? Sure. And then I heard it and I saw the animation. I was just like, I don't think that's gonna work. So I, I had to wait a couple weeks before before I got back home because I was staying at my grandfather's at the time to like order a mic and shit yeah so I kind of just animated whatever I could that didn't have any audio and then I did the audio and then I did the animation afterwards so it was just uh, some of it was just improv from just yeah fucking around and being stupid or whatever but I just always wonder how what the correlation (laughs) is like how do you how do you make it to where it's like oh this person is saying this, and this is what the backdrop looks like. The hardest part, really, for me was the lip syncing. Yeah. Like, getting all the mouths moving. Because just, that was where the limitation of the PlayStation came into play. Yeah. Where it just, it was just so much more of a complicated process than it had to be. I had to, I didn't have the audio on the PlayStation to, like, line it up perfectly. Right. I had to play the audio and then just guesstimate where the lips were going, and then like slowly play the audio from my laptop and uh, move move it and adjust it. So it was it was a real pain in the ass. The actual animating part wasn't really that hard for me. Yeah. It was just the mouth moving was pretty fucking tedious. Yeah, I could see where that would be a thing, especially because there's so much dialogue and humor deep inside of that performance. I enjoyed it. 